Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's me, Amanda Garcia. <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Hurry, we're going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a lovely Thursday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com, and watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. I uh, hope you can join us there and be a part of today's program we have a lot of guests and topics to get to we will have our first guest coming up in about 20 minutes trey daly will join us trey a part of uh, the showcase baseball world with the dirt bags and uh, we'll talk some baseball we'll talk about some of the pirates that have come through the dirt bag system but also um something going on he wants to make folks aware of a longtime dirt bags coach axel smith uh, has been hospitalized and there is a GoFundMe to help out with his medical bills. So we'll pass that information along to you as well. So we'll talk some baseball and some real life uh, coming up here in about 20 minutes with Trey Daly from the Dirt Bags at four o'clock. Just uh, a different kind of dirt bag. Brandon Manning will join us in the Pirate Radio Studios. Brandon's a good guy. I kid. Former Pirate will join us for the farm bureau ecu report we got to talk about an epic one from tuesday night get brandon's take on that and what lies ahead for this pirate baseball team as east carolina taking on south florida got a schedule change for that one by the way that one uh, coming up today at five o'clock so we'll watch the uh, first hour of that game right here in the pirate radio studios during pirate radio live but east carolina and south florida this weekend or thursday friday saturday and then the aac tournament begins in clearwater on tuesday so we will talk to brandon about that and what it looks like as far as postseason goes for the pirates at 4 30 a special edition of name that sound today name that sound hall of famer brandon manning and name that sound creator shirley rhodes will go head to head chandler and i have come up with the sounds for today's game i'm pretty proud of what we we did earlier today chandler getting those sounds together so uh excited for that coming up at 4 30 at five o'clock we'll talk to the cran man marcus crandall ecu hall of famer will join us and we'll talk to another former pirate as well tabari snoop wallace educator school administrator and former db for east carolina so we'll talk uh, some pirate football memories and more coming up in hour number three of today's show so we are locked and loaded here on a thursday edition of pirate radio live also your comments as well kevin wants to talk a little golf as kevin um chimes in on youtube he says hv3 with a solid first round at even par 13th right now uh let's give him a pirate boost and hope he wins and then he'll be in all the majors the next five years despite making all the loot on the live tour so yeah uh, a win and he's back 
in the majors so that would be uh very very nice if hv3 could get his first major win and right now the leader leaders are at three under par on the buccaneer music hall leaderboard presented by dub buck scotty scheffler keegan bradley and connors chandler honeycutt is here hello chandler hey clipper what's connor's first name come on sports guy uh nate <laughs> dh Conley a football coach yes uh let's see we got Corey connors Corey okay connors. he is a canadian Canadian from canada uh but hv3 right now even par as he plays in round one of the pga championship uh pike is in he said he's ready to hear some good pirate news i've got um got some good pirate news i believe this came out yesterday we didn't talk about it uh but i've got some good i guess non non sports news but good news for east carolina university um how about a 30 million dollar gift to uh ecu and the ec scholars program uh that milestone gift was announced by philip rogers the chancellor at east carolina on wednesday and uh, it is a combined $30 million commitment uh, to the institution from Robert Brinkley and uh, Amy Brinkley, also Lewis Lane and Lynn Lane. And that is uh, the EC Scholars Program uh, will now be known as the Brinkley Lane Scholars Program to honor their investment, a combined $30 million commitment to the uh, institution there. So uh, that is, uh, there's some good news for you, Pike. Uh, that is awesome news. So there you go. There's your uh, your ECU good news of the day to start off the show. Eric says today's name that sound will be like Jordan going one on one with James Naismith. That is a very good analogy, Eric. The creator versus the legend, Shirley Rhodes versus Brandon Manning, and uh, you will be able to hear that an hour and a half from now, right here on this program. All right, Shirley Rhodes is here. The Chan Man is here. You heard his voice a moment ago. How we doing today, uh, folks? Doing pretty doing good. I and some day baseball. Uh, Angels and O's are going back and forth at Camden Yards, and the ball is flying out of the yard at Camden Yards, and the O's trailed, took a lead. It is now tied again, 5-5, five to five, as the Angels tie it up in the eighth inning, and the Stars are out in Baltimore because you've had a Shohei Otani home run a Mike Trout home run, an Adley Rushman home run, and uh, Anthony Santander uh, also homering for the O's today. So it is a home run derby at Camden Yards. It is five to 5-5 as they play in the eighth inning. We'll keep you up to date on that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Buck. Mets have a 3-2 lead over the Rays in the seventh inning. It is Marlins 4, Nationals 2 in the eighth. White Sox up 1-0 on Cleveland in the fourth inning. Not a lot of baseball today, but there is hoops and there is hockey. Hurricanes hockey as the Canes finally back on the ice. Got some good news today as well as uh, Tavo Teravainen practiced on Monday. We talked to Mike Maniscalco yesterday, said it was leaning towards uh, the positive that he would be able to play for the Hurricanes, and he will indeed play, according to this uh, article on ESPN.com. Uh, they will get a lineup boost for Game 1. Tavo Teravainen expected to return from injury. Broke his hand in this playoffs uh, in Game 2 of the first round. 
he had surgery and uh, missed all of the next series against the Devils, but now he is back because hockey guys are tough. So that is uh, big news as Tavo Teravainen should be ready to go for tonight and uh, this series against the Florida Panthers as the Carolina Hurricanes try to win four more games in advance to the Stanley Cup Final. Also tonight, NBA action, Game 2 in the Western Conference Finals as the Nuggets will host the Lakers, and the Nuggets were able to win Game 1 back on Monday. How about last night, Jimmy Butler and the Heat win on the road. Jimmy Butler uh, last night in the win had 35 points for the Miami Heat and they upset the Celtics game one of that series and now Boston uh, trailing that series one nothing just as they trailed the Sixers one nothing were able to win that series in seven games so that's what's going on on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Buck as we follow a lot going on in the world of sports um Austin uh oh Watch out, Shirley. Cover Austin, your ears. Austin says, I'm ready, Shirley. Let me hear your live apology. What are you apologizing to Austin about? Oh, about the Spotify thing yesterday. All right. I think that's what he's talking about. Because he was looking for one yesterday. All right, Shirley, are you going to apologize to Austin? No. All right, <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, Tyler says, looking forward to the sounds that Chandler has picked out. So uh, I'll, just, I'll be upfront and honest. Last night, I sent a list of... I think 12 or 13 sounds I had already got. And I said, hey, Chandler, can you, uh, you know, participate in this group assignment that we have? And he did. He's got, uh, we got two, three, four sounds that Chandler came up with. And he did his homework. He showed me his notes app when I came in today. So I was proud of you, Chandler. Yeah. I mean, I, and it was fun putting it together. I'm sure Shirley has as much fun as she does uh, every week putting together the sounds for us for just for me to lose. But it was fun actually being, I guess, the co-hosts today um, and putting those sounds together. Can't wait to see how well they do. All right. So, Tyler, uh, you will ask and we and you shall receive. Uh, Chandler and I have put together the sounds. You'll hear that at 430. Austin said all the shows from the week uploaded yesterday after I said something about it on the show. All right, Austin. R- relax, man. Austin, it's okay. Man. Austin. How's uh, Austin? Instead of uh, apology, how about we just say thank you for the heads up? Yeah, hey Austin, thank you. That's and, good on you. And give us a home update. How are things going with you and the wife? I know it's been a little it's rocky. Been a long time since that day where he and his wife. Just I can't imagine divorced. why Austin seems to get along with women so well and treat them with respect. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I mean, the we uh, see it each and every day here on the show. I don't know what the issue would be, Austin. The way you talk and treat females, I can't imagine why your wife may want to leave you forever and start a new family with Chandler Honeycutt. Uh, Tyler, look, Tyler says you can just watch the replay on YouTube. Guys, we're not going to do this today. We're going to have a positive show. I came on smiling. It's sunny out. Beautiful weather. <clears throat> we're not going to do the negative negativity today. We're going to talk to a principal of the year, Tabari Snoop Wallace. Marcus Crandall is Mr. Positivity, one of the most genuine, kindest people I've ever met. Brandon Manning, we joke around a lot, but we have a lot of fun because we are true buddies. And also Trey Daly is going to uh, 
tell us how you can help out somebody uh, in need right now, uh, somebody that can help. So we are doing a positive, uplifting edition of Pirate Radio Live today. None of this Austin Shirley beef. None of this uh, people picking sides in that beef. Just a positive show. Chandler, what do you think? No, I'm always down for a positive show. In fact, I think before the showdown between Shirley and Brandon Manning, I think there should be either one, this is up to them, a handshake or a hug. And you can choose. Okay. That that's I okay. think that will be a great addition to the positive show today. Chandler, that is that is a positive, uplifting thing to say and to think of. I don't know if forcing physical touching amongst two people necessarily could be the best thing. If High five, maybe? Yeah, I mean, just a wave across the room at acknowledgement. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, how would you feel, though, if I asked you to hug every guest that came on the show? I'd give them a hug. You'd be into that? I'm a hugger. (laughs) All right. Could be uh, something new that we do around here. Uh, The Angels, by the way, have taken the lead over the Orioles in the top of the eighth inning, 6-5. to That score on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. Chandler, I asked you, as we look at our Flight by Yingling ECU report, I asked you for a vibe check earlier this week for ECU Campbell. I was at a 10. I was at a 7.5. Yeah, and um, man, we saw a classic. I thought that, and shame on me, this is me not giving Campbell enough respect maybe, but I thought our pitchers would be able to handle them a little better. And you know what? With... uh, a little less shoddy defense, maybe the score would have been a little lower on Campbell's side. Uh, and I thought the Pirates would hit the ball. I was right on that one. I was a little bit wrong on the pitching side of things. So my my 10 vibe may be a little misleading. Maybe I should have been a little lower on the scale. How do you feel, though, coming off the loss, taking on South Florida, East Carolina needs to win – to win the AAC regular season and get some help. So uh, how are you feeling entering this series with game one coming up at 5 o'clock? Well, I mean, I've never been a coach in my life, but I'm going to have coach speak. But we have to worry about – I mean, we, we need Houston to lose, but we got to worry about what we're going to do and how we're going to produce this weekend against South Florida. A little mix-up on the schedule this week. It will be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so we'll – have uh, the first pitch of game one today, and then they'll finish Saturday, and then we'll um, go on to Clearwater for the AAC tournament. The, my question is, is I mean, I don't know. How much is the players thinking about it, I guess? is, But I think their mission, we talk to these guys a lot each and every week, and it seems like their mindset and their mission is to focus on each game, and I think that's what they're going to do. Uh, South Florida is literally like the bottom of the barrel in the conference. I think they're a struggling team, uh, and I think those guys know how close they were to success the other night being down several times and getting back into a lead or tying the ball game i think they know that you know they need to bounce back this weekend and i think they will um but and i think they like the weather down there in florida i know we talked to some of the players they said ucf was some of their best places to to play um but i think tampa's just as nice as ucf so maybe they'll have some good vibes down there and they'll play good baseball so just get a sweep and like you said hope houston you know fumbles 
a game or two, and uh, then let's go dominate the AAC tournament. But I, I feel pretty good for ECU's success against South Florida. Something else to watch here, East Carolina – overall not a good year away from clark leclerc stadium but what have you done for me lately lately they won three games on the road three more coming up the way it's looking right now you might be a two and a regional away from clark leclerc stadium let's keep winning on the road let's win four in a row on the road and then maybe five and maybe six and get some confidence that you can win away from Clark LeClaire Stadium. So that uh, that is also on the line this weekend as East Carolina takes on South Florida beginning at 5 o'clock. All right, update on the YouTube crowd. Tyler apologizes to Austin. Austin says, hey, Tyler, up yours. Tyler has rescinded his apology. We've now had- we have – all right, guys, listen. <laughs> we, did you not just hear us a while ago? We want a positive – I, we want a positive show today some people you just can't help some we, people you just can't change and that just doesn't mean us on the show that means you guys in the <laughs> comment section y'all comment down we can only control what we can control and uh clearly we cannot control the comment section i am virtually like separating you two like dana white <laughs> does for uh the ufc fight mike says does austin know what beef is i would recommend austin have his enemies start his jeep who gets that reference beef is when you need two gats to go to sleep beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the street that is christopher wallace aka the notorious big who uh died due to beef apparently Mm -hmm. was on his way to dying due to beef being obese but died due to a different kind of beef moving along kevin says usf is terrible we better sweep i watched them the other night they are bad all right well let's do yeah, it that's what i said let's do it to it uh randolph in the house and afternoon guys and shirley hit those likes ecu will win today i believe the pirates will take care of business let it go <laughs> boom boom randolph boom, 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 boom. Let me say well. uh nice uh, to see you in the chat austin is still <laughs> austin says i'm a nice guy i extended my hand i extended a hand to shirley and she swatted my hand what more can i do austin i really want to move on from this but did you extend a hand or did you show up wanting an apology i think that's a little bit different yeah, that, I don't, there was no hand extension there that is a uh that's a big big difference there also he says i'm a nice guy if you have to say you're a nice guy you're probably not a nice guy i'm a nice guy yeah you, you let says, other people say says you're every a nice single guy. butthole in the world yeah I, i'm a good i'm a good guy i'm a nice guy i'm one of the nicest guys you know yeah you're not austin you're not but look i'm staying positive and i'm thanking austin for the heads up yesterday and i really don't care uh, as long as you are watching the show and interacting with the show you can be a jerk you can be whatever you want we're glad to have you all those likes and subs are the same to me <laughs> so hit the thumb give us a subscribe and we'd like for you to be nice but uh if not you know what i can't control it i can only control what i can control and that is this program which we'll talk to trey daily coming up here in a few minutes got brandon manning named that sound hour two and we've got marcus crandall and tabari snoop wallace coming up in our number three all right um 
we'll take a break boy chandler what a what a choke job by you guys last night at sports trivia a couple of things did you not realize that until i no i didn't until i told you we had a three-way tie going into the third round Uh, yeah and and i remember thinking to myself we were like bummed out that we missed that question because it was a question that we should have known and we did know it's just that we thought of the wrong answer and we were like let's go with it well there was a three-part answer in that question all right are you talking about the final question yes all right so it is jersey math yep and it was i have an equation where i have players names you have to just fill in the numbers jimmy butler max scherzer and Jalen Hurt. Jimmy Butler minus Max Scherzer equals Jalen Hurt. And what we thought, we just thought of his college number, Jalen Hurts, and went two. We knew that Jimmy Butler was 22, and we had Max Scherzer as 20. So we got two wrong out of the three, and I realized that we actually were like two off from winning the whole thing. Yeah, you so if, were. We went, if we just answer all three of those correctly, which we should have done, if we just would have sat down and think, just think for a second, we would have won, and we didn't. It was an absolute choke job. Sports trivia veteran and future Hall of Famer Jake at your table uh, has a, a deep voice that carries all the way across the room. I actually heard him say Jalen Hurts is number two, and I was like, uh-uh. This is not going to be good for those guys. Hopefully they talk him out of it. But you stuck with it. Yep. Lose by one point. Actually, the game went into over. We had a great game last night. Went into OT. Great. Fun awesome. game. Had uh, five teams. It was a lot of fun. And I will say this. We actually had a new team last night. Yeah. But if you're in the surrounding area or if you ever come to Greenville and it's a Wednesday night, do try to come out to AJ's. It is a lot of fun. It's great questions, great food, cold beer. Come out to AJ's and enjoy sports trivia. I heard that Ronnie Woodward and Benedict Arnold could be coming out next week to play. Love it. I yeah. love to hear it. So there you I go. I love to hear it. We'll take a break. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Trey Daly from the Dirtbags joins us when we return after these words. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All righty, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk some Pirate Baseball coming up in Hour 2 with former Pirate Brandon Manning also. Uh, another edition a special edition of name that sound hosted by chandler and i we've got marcus crandall and tabari wallace coming up in hour three of today's show talking a little pirate football we will talk now to uh, trey daly from the uh, dirtbags showcase baseball team and as he joins us here today on the show once again trey uh good to talk to you again man how you doing today 
Good, man. Thanks for having me on, Cliff. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, you know, it's getting close to baseball season, so the regionals are right, right around the corner, and we're getting ready to start up. Yes, sir. Uh, a lot going on and uh, in the baseball world at all levels right now, and uh, we'll talk about that. I want to also talk about some of the pirates uh, that have come through, that, that went through the Dirtbags organization as well. But we will start uh, with something that I saw you posted uh, earlier this week about a longtime Dirtbags coach, Axel Smith. Uh, he was hospitalized in early May, and the medical bills are piling up, and you're asking folks if they're able to to help out. Uh, there's a GoFundMe page. So, but but first of all, tell us uh, about Coach Smith and uh, what he's he's brought to the organization and, uh, and, and what he's going through right now. Absolutely. Um, you know, a very unfortunate situation for Coach Smith. I met Coach Smith back in 2005. I'm a former Pirate grad myself. Um, and I had to do a little internship over at Kingston High School to kind of watch a baseball tournament and kind of see how everything worked. Well, Coach Smith back then was coaching a team called the Carolina Hurricanes, and he was coaching his son. And, you know, the first thing I noticed about Coach Smith was how passionate he was about the kids. And, you know, he coached each kid differently, and the kids just gravitated toward him. And, you know, at that time I was coaching a little high school baseball in the area, um, and I went back to Peanut Langston at the time and told him about Axel Smith, who I met the previous weekend, and like how we would love to have that guy on our staff because he was so good. Um, and long story short, you know, baseball is a really interesting game because you get to meet people and you, you get to meet other people through the game of baseball. Well, Coach Smith played at Rose for Coach Benson early in the 1990s. Um, Coach Smith went to a regular doctor's checkup the other day, and, you know, they admitted him to the hospital with some life-threatening um, illnesses. From the report I've gotten, he's getting better, but he's got a long road ahead of him. So, you know, with the people in Greenville, a lot of people know Axel Smith, and he's just a great guy. I've spent many nights on the road with him in hotels and coached with him for the last, you know, 18 to 19 years. Um, just an all-around great dude, man, and we went up there. Um, I was fortunate enough to go up there with Coach Godwin a couple a couple weeks ago, or a week ago, excuse me. And you know he's getting better, but he still needs our thoughts and prayers. Yeah, and uh, I saw a very generous uh, $1,000 donation from Cliff Godwin on the GoFundMe. So there's a $25,000 goal. And, and, man, it's awesome to see, Trey, that already uh, $16,000 plus uh, has been raised of that $25,000 goal. So, man, I mean, it just shows the people here in eastern North Carolina and also the baseball community, right, Trey? Really, You play against each other sometimes, and you also rally around each other in tough times. Absolutely. You know, there's been some coaches that reached out in the area um, up to me about Coach Smith. You know, the head coach of D.H. Conley, Jason Mills, reached out. Coach Vincent reached out. You know, baseball is actually a really small community when you get down to it. Um, you know, Axel works full-time for a great guy in the area that owns Cook & Associates by the name of Harry Cook. And Harry's brought him on after, you know, he coached at South Central, coached his kid, and at the end of the day, man, it's just a very small-knit community that, you know, pulls together in times of need. Talking to Trey Daly from the Dirtbags, and I've retweeted that. We'll put the link out on Pirate Radio as well, but it's GoFundMe. Can you, uh, for folks listening that, that don't have the link right in front of them, Trey, if you search Axel Smith uh, in GoFundMe, will it, will it pull up that way? I think it will. Yeah. If you go to our um, Twitter page on the Dirt, it's, uh, let me pull it up real quick. 
Um, it's the Dirtbags Twitter. If they go to it at underscore the Dirtbags, it's yeah. pinned to the top of the profile. Okay. And uh, folks can find it that way as uh, try to help out with those uh, those bills piling up, hospital bills for Axel Smith. And uh, and we'll circle back to this at the end of the conversation, Trey. But want to talk to you, too, about, uh, first of all, for people unaware, because I I remember years ago you mentioned Coach Mills and uh, his involvement with the Evo Shield Canes. And I'd get him on to talk some Conley baseball, and, and he'd mention the Canes. And I found it pretty fascinating and, and was not really aware of the the scope of this showcase baseball and the dirt bags uh, a huge part of that as well so trey for for folks that are kind of unaware tell us about the, the dirt bag showcase baseball what it is all about yeah before i start there talking about the canes as well um on june 12th at east carolina our top 24 team which is the 17 team that has about six commits going to East Carolina and the Canes top program, 17U team, will be playing each other in, wow. in, in a doubleheader, excuse me, June 12th at East Carolina. So you talk about some high-level baseball. That will be going on. I think the start time's around noon um, over there at East Carolina. So the people in Greenville that want to see some high-level high school baseball players moving on to play in the college level, even East Carolina, that game will be going on over there. Yeah, it's uh, Mike Mullis and I. Uh, well, actually, I, I did PA. Mully uh, did some uh, some play by play years ago. This was in Winston Salem. Trey, it was dirt bags and and canes going at it. And I remember Gavin Williams uh, was a part of one of those teams, and Seth Cadell. There was a lot of future Pirates, a lot of future D one and and uh, you know minor league MLB guys involved in that. So that, that's really cool. Absolutely, that felt like yesterday. You look at that roster, and you know we've had we had Austin Beck, they had Cadell, yeah. um, just to name a few guys. A lot of good, those guys are in Major League Baseball now in the minor league system. So that's that's going to be a high level game June twelfth over at the East Carolina. Is that available? So people, uh, that's available to the public and everything for people to that's check out. Available to the yes, sir. Available to the public. Um, you know, we'll hit BP on the field, and then we'll play two games, kind of to kick off the summer. And you know, it's always good to face a good quality opponent because. At the end of the day, that's what the kids need. Who are the uh, – you got any former dirtbags on the current ECU roster, Trey? Yeah, we've got – I actually counted before we got on the phone. We've got 15 over there right now. Um, JJC, just to name a few, JJC, Justin Wilcoxon, Danny Bill, Cam Clonch, Cam Murphy, um, Ryan McChrystal, Landon Ginn. Uh, those are a few off the wow. top of my head. Yeah, okay. So a big part of the roster, uh, former dirtbags. And when do uh, do you guys get really cranked up? Because with everything going on right now, you got the high school playoffs uh, about to come to an end and other balls. So uh, you mentioned the game in June uh, here in Greenville. Uh, what What is your summer schedule like uh, with the dirtbags, Trey? Yeah, with high school baseball runs between – know the first part of february in the uh first part of june if you're in the state championship so we actually take a back seat during this time um we kind of our staff gets out and watches um the kids play and you know a lot of our kids are from north carolina but we do have some kids in the um northern part of the united states so we watch north carolina kids play and we kind of crank up the first part of june now you know the, the guys at rose hopefully they win a state championship and keep winning um, like we've got a couple of those guys, you know, Owen Simmons, Matt Aldridge, we've got those guys and they're actually hopefully going to be playing in the first part of June. So we won't have them until the second weekend in June, which is 
fine. I love high school baseball because you can really get out and evaluate what you have in your program. How do you balance, Trey, the the getting them out there and, and playing the game, getting better, and also showcasing their talents, obviously, to, to scouts and things like that, and also not burning them out? Because there is a balance with that, with the baseball that goes on uh, year-round. So, so what's that balance like for you? And how much do you talk to maybe their high school coaches? And, and obviously, parents are involved as well. It's a lot more than just going out and playing baseball, right? Oh, it's, it's a lot more. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, college coaches want good baseball players, period. You know, there's some guys that can really line up in a showcase where you run the 60, where you, you know, throw from the outfield, you take in and out, you hit BP. You know, they can showcase very well there, but when the lights cut on, you've got some guys that can actually do it and some guys that can't. So, you know, the game is still the ultimate thing that college coaches look at. Um you know, obviously with all these metrics and miles per hour and all of that, college coaches still look at that stuff, but they still want to see what happens when the lights cut on. Um, it's a it's a big, you know, when you talk about showcase baseball on top of high school baseball and on top of these young kids and the parents, it's a lot to, you know, balance. But at the end of the day, for kids that want to get to the next level, whether that be college baseball or professional baseball, they've got to go out and play against the best players in the country. Trey Daly, Dirtbags Baseball, joining us here today on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Trey, I know you keep an eye on the Pirates. Uh, how about that game the other night? Uh, that was a um, buddy of mine who went to state. Uh, doesn't, you know, care for or dislike East Carolina, really. His godson pitched for Campbell, so he did have a bit of a rooting interest. But he's kind of an unbiased spectator. He went to the game and said, that is the best baseball game, the most entertaining game I've ever seen live in my life. And uh, I think a lot of people came away feeling that way. 14-13, to 13, unfortunately, didn't go the Pirates' way. But, man, that was a wild one the other night. It, it sure was. You know, it's funny, but my, my son had a birthday party for one of his friends over at the Durham Bulls game. And I told oh, him, wow. I said, we've got to get back so I can watch the end of this game. And and I got back, and, you know, the game was still going on. It was a great game. At the end of the day, you know, with us working in the professional baseball, we're really close with all of these college coaches. So I'm really good friends with Tyler Robinson over at Campbell. And they do a great job at Campbell. You know, across the landscape of college baseball in North Carolina, it's really good. I don't think people really – understand how good you've got to be and how good these college coaches are on that note trey uh how close are you connected to to wake forest and how about what's going on there uh, they, they were good last year i think i looked back a couple years ago though and had a, a losing record either two or three years ago so i don't know if this is a you know a flash in the pan type of thing but man what a year they're having number one i saw east carolina aligned with them in one of the projections uh, what's going on with wake forest baseball how are they uh, so good trey yeah, so that's that's a credit to that staff. Um, I'm good friends with those guys as well over there. Tom Walters does a great job. I've got some 2026 guys, which are rising sophomores now, that are actually committed to Wake Forest, um, just to name a few, Logan D'Amico, Will Holden. I've got some guys over there that, you know, they've got to keep getting better. But, you know, when, you, when these guys make a commitment to these college programs, they're actually making a commitment for – two, three, four years down the line. So, you know, you're making a commitment to a program that could flip within a, you know, a, a year or two just because of the transfer portal and the recruiting. But, you know, hats goes off to their pitching coach, Corey Mascara, over there. He does a great job with that staff. And, I mean, I saw Rhett Louder in high school ball. Sam, uh, Seth Keener played for us. I mean, 
those guys are just doing an unbelievable job right now. Hopefully they can keep it rolling. And Trey, uh, you mentioned J.H. Rose earlier advancing in the playoffs. You had sent me a message about Walker Jenkins and if I was available to get over there. And man, that everything's going on right now. But that Tuesday in particular, you had so much stuff. You yourself said you were at a Durham Bulls game. We had ECU Campbell. Uh, then you had Rose. You, you just had everything kind of going on at once there. Uh, but that Walker Jenkins kid, uh, uh, tell us about him. Is he uh, as good as advertised? Uh, he got a bright future ahead, it sounds like. Oh, man, he is really good. I mean, so he played for us, obviously, when he was younger. Um, I went down to South Brunswick last year. I've, obviously, I see him on the circuit out on the big tournaments and kind of I watch from afar. I, and, you know, I go to South Brunswick last year. Um, I believe they were playing Ashley High School. Um, and you just watch Walker take in and out. He's, you know, he's throwing the ball from center field. He's their center fielder. I mean, everything he does is with ease. And, you know, he looks – he's probably 6'3", 215. And you look out there, you're like, this guy belongs on college or professional field. He's just – he's one of the most gifted players I've seen since doing this. Talking to Trey Daly joining us. And, uh, Trey, uh, how many – how many teams do the dirtbags have? And also, want to ask you about the schedule and the ballparks, the locations you'll be able to, to travel to. I know you guys play in some some big time parks. Cool to see uh, you'll be here with the team uh, with at Clark LeClaire Stadium. But how many teams are there, and, and what are some of the locations you're looking forward to uh, seeing with your teams this season? Yeah, so in the high school rim, that goes from rising seniors to rising freshmen we have around 13 teams in that age group then we've got a middle school age group that's got about six teams and then we've got the youth program so you know all together we're floating in between you know 20 to 20 to 35 teams in our whole program you know the the gradual goal for all of this is the kids to continue to move up through our ranks Uh, you know kids get better kids get stronger they develop at different times um, it's, it's all about the kid and the individual. We want to put the kid in, in front of the right people at the right time. Now, everybody in our program is not a Division One, not a pro guy. You know, there's different levels that kids go to play college baseball. I mean, North Greenville just won the, won the uh, World Series a couple years ago, and we've got guys that go down there. But the parity of college baseball across the region is really, really good. Trey Daly joining us, talking baseball and uh, and talking real life, as we said earlier in the show, Trey, that uh, you're trying to help out a friend and a, a great coach uh, in Axel Smith. And we'll circle back to that as we wrap up this chat today. Uh, for folks, uh, if you're available to help, you can help out on the GoFundMe and you can go to the Dirtbags Twitter page and there's a direct link there. And I've retweeted on my account. We'll put it out on Pirate Radio. But you're trying to, uh, to raise money to help him out with his hospital bills. And right now, you are north of uh, $16,000. So that's awesome. Uh, getting closer to that $25,000 goal. So if people can help out, uh, they are encouraged to do so as uh, you're trying to help out a great guy, right? Uh, awesome guy. I mean, I, you know, I was going through the names that are on the Pirate roster now, um, and he had a lot of influence on those guys as well. One thing about Axel, he always says to never settle. And, you know, from the time I saw him in the hospital, he's continued to make strides and get better each and every day. But he's a guy that's had so many influences and touched so many lives in the Greenville area, not just with the Dirtbags, but with Rose High School, Carolina Hurricanes. A lot of people know that guy. And, you know, that guy just is, you know, he's the kid, he's the guy you want your sons to play for. 
Trey, uh, great stuff, and uh, we hope the best for Coach Smith and, uh, and keep up the great work on and off the field. We appreciate you joining us today. Fun to catch up, and uh, and Trey, maybe we'll uh, get you back on as we get closer to that Dirtbags Canes meeting at Clark LeClaire. I'd like to talk uh, more about that and, and maybe highlight some of the guys we'll see. So maybe we'll catch up with you here in a, a few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you've got um, with the 2023 class coming in, you know they won't be there. They'll be in summer school this year. But you've got some pirates going over there this year that can really make a difference in the next year's roster. So that's exciting. Yeah. I, you know, you've got Bristol Carter, who's an electric athlete from Northwest Guilford. He's still playing in the playoffs. You've got a kid named Jackson DiLorenzo, who's a closer uh, from New York. He's going to be 90-94 for the Pirates next year. And then you got Connor Norby's little brother coming up there. So yeah. things are in store for the Pirates. And, you know, we can break that down at a later time. But, you know, there's a lot of good things going on with Greenville. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that uh, in our next chat, Trey. Good stuff. Thanks for joining us today, man, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for the opportunity, Clip. All right, there is Trey Daly, Dirtbags Baseball, joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live, talking uh, future Pirates there, and we'll, we'll highlight that more in our next chat uh, with Trey Daly. But today the, the focus uh, really on Coach Axel Smith and uh, the fundraiser they have going on right now at GoFundMe if you're able to. Uh, please donate what you can. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back and uh, get ready to wrap up hour number one. Big hour two on tap with our buddy Brandon Manning, former pirate. We'll have our Farm Bureau ECU report. And uh, we got Name That Sound. That and more coming up, Pirate Radio Live. We'll update you on what's going on at the PGA Championship. Interesting name at the top of the leaderboard. And I'll tease it and tell you uh, who it is after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday, hour number one. I have a very bad habit of teasing something before break and never getting to it. And I don't do it on purpose, but it just tends to happen. Uh, but I will not let that happen this time. Uh, going into break, I mentioned we'll give you an update on the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. And I'm going to do just that right now. I mentioned there was a name at the top of the leaderboard that was surprising to see a name i haven't seen at the top of a leaderboard in a long long time and that name is bryson dechambeau when is the last time of course he's with live now so but when is the last time he won anything of significance on the pga tour he might have won like a tournament somewhere but when it comes to like a major 
Um, it's been been a while. Yeah, it's Bran. He last won a major in 2020, the U.S. Open, and just uh, is known more for maybe what goes wrong during a round and what goes right. But right now, he is four under and tied at the lead with Keegan Bradley. There are two at three under, HV3, even par uh, here on this Thursday, day one of the PGA Championship. Yeah, and um, excited about another major. Enjoyed watching the Masters a few a few weeks ago, or I should say about a month ago now. But uh, yeah, and hopefully we might can see Harold make some noise in this tournament as well. But seeing Bryson DeChambeau on the leaderboard, like you said, very weird to see. Uh, I, I see him more on YouTube now because he's like a social media guy. He's big into TikTok. He's big into you, making YouTube videos and vlog um, and vlogs and stuff like that. And so. Um, uh, but yeah, so looking forward to see how uh, this shapes up in you, the PGA Championship. Man, that was a rough end to your uh, sentence there, Chandler. Sorry, no problem. Don't apologize for it. You be you, buddy. You and Wes are big YouTube guys. And you know what? I'm going to put myself in that category. I'm a big YouTube guy. Big YouTube guy. You can find a lot of stuff on there. I like watching the Dozen every week, which is uh, Barstool's trivia show. There's a lot of sports trivia in it. I enjoy that. Um, true crime. I, recently found something called that chapter which has been around for a while but it's this uh irish dude that just tells the entire case of a a uh, true crime story and i'm addicted to those now so you're right something for everybody on youtube i love pirate radio tv one of my favorite channels to go to subscribe to it now they have uh this show every day pirate radio live don't love the host i don't but, like the producers <laughs> yeah. either one of them but i, lo- I love the, the host he's funny but like the nah, producers god i can't, thinks I he's can't funny. stand him yeah they, they had this uh i believe it's it's, it's, it's two country burly and dandler yeah and something. he tries he tries to be funny too and so you know it's a lot of just people trying to be funny right i mean it's really just a few country bumpkins i mean they're literally like the three stooges yeah pretty much might as well bang their heads against each yeah. other but they have good you know good guests good topics and um i will give them this they have good chemistry yeah yeah that doesn't mean i like them i no, still hate them hate them but i gotta give i gotta tip my hat oh. to, their, to their chemistry oh my god jamie's a youtube guy he said i'm a huge youtube guy hence why i'm here hey you <laughs> He said some positivity for today. I watched Chandler's long snapping YouTube video. Yes, sir. Jamie. Looking tough. (laughs) You want to talk about a guy who needs to reevaluate his life. If you're watching Chandler Honeycutt long snapping YouTubes on videos, Jamie, something's gone horribly wrong. You've got to just sit down and maybe take stock in what's happening in your life right now. That is rock bottom. I wouldn't necessarily say rock bottom, <laughs> but I am a former long snapper. Oh, yes, you are. And people can witness that on – you're a YouTube star, Chandler. Yes, I am. So you're, I'm a former long snapper. Yes, you are. Uh, can you just type in Chandler Honeycutt? How would I find this video? Chandler Honeycutt long snap. Uh, look here. I'm a former long snapper. Chandler Honeycutt Rubio long snapper. Uh, great question, Tyler. He wants to know how many views are up on that bad boy, and I'm going to find Around out 300, right now. Chandler Honeycutt, long snapper. All right, let's see. 
<laughs> I love your uh you got a great head of hair. So we've got one by Rubio Long Snapping. Chandler Honeycutt, folks, people don't know this. <laughs> My, my dad made that. You have your own YouTube page from when you were like eight years old. <laughs> my dad actually made those videos for me. Um, but the uh, long snapping one on Rubio long snapping has 315 views. Folks, I would love to get All that number All those coaches up. saying, we don't want this kid. <laughs> I, I don't care if you watch it, but I want you to click on it. I want to get those numbers up. Let's get the Chandler Honeycutt long snapping videos up. I'm going to check around the same time tomorrow. Where did you say it was at? 315? <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to be at least at, uh, will it be over or under 319 and a half? I want to go over. All I, think, right. I think we can get five people Can we get to 320, folks? That would be a good round number to get to. Also, Chandler, in, on the page that you have, uh, you have actual snaps from games. Game footage, yeah, yeah. Game film. So you can watch Chandler out there amongst the uh, the scouts and, oh my goodness, just snapping into nets and throwing it in boxes, looking so good. Or you can watch them in actual game, game uh, film. So you can uh, check out and do your scouting on the former long snapper, Chandler Honeycutt. Those, those camps were held at Huff High School in Cornelius, North Carolina, near Charlotte just a fun fact i'm pretty sure i've already watched this i just clicked on it trying to add a view but i don't think it's going to work for me so it's at 315 if we could get that video to to 320 by tomorrow i'd be happy and maybe we just add three or four a day and try to get this thing to uh to maybe go viral and people be talking about it on tiktok and twitter and raving about this long snapper this overlooked guy but you have graduated correct so like yeah i've graduated i can always go back to school is that how it works you do like a jr smith type thing yeah okay because i never used like i guess eligibility yeah i mean we had a 30 year old punter why can't we have a 30 year old long snapper on uh the team? stetson bennett's older than i am he's 25 years old he just got done playing college football and he's a champion and he is a two-time national champion that could be you. and a heisman runner-up that could be you chandler uh eric says wow chan man putting some torque on that thing need to classify those snaps as a deadly weapon <laughs> so people better learn man when we're talking football in here not just a couple of you know fat guys eating cheetos talk we got a, a former player here a guy that's been through the wars that's been through the the struggles just like brandon manning who he had a real ecu baseball uniform when he played here at east carolina we got players folks we're not just uh we're not just talking out of our rears here so steve hill has posted the link <laughs> on on twitter and he tagged mr beast could you imagine if mr beast asked me to be in a video Chandler hey man, Honeycutt, you mind long if, snapper. You mind if uh, if you could snap this ball fifty yards and my buddy catch it? <laughs> I'll give you one hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> All right, so uh, thank you for doing your part, Steve. As we try to get the views up for that Chandler Honeycutt long snapper video. All right, when we return, we're talking pirate baseball. We'll recap a little bit from Tuesday night. We'll look ahead. We'll look at RPIs. We'll look at projections. We'll look at games to watch this weekend. We'll do it all when we return to Pirate Radio Live. It's our Farm Bureau ECU report with the man, Brandon Manning. That's on the way after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt. Brandon Manning joining us, and we yeah hit it. I made it even faster. So turn it up, Shirley. Why don't you just make it shorter? I ain't as good as I want to start running. That's just cold hard truth. I still talk to you back. Talk a little smack. I'm feeling bulletproof. So don't double talk to me now, cause I'd have to call your bluff. I ain't as good as I once was. I'm as good once as I ever was. Brandon Manning joining us here, complaining as always. Hello, Brandon. I'm, I'm complaining about something I mean, just like that needs to be complained about. Fair enough. Uh, Robert Matthews says, I just liked and subscribed to the Chandler Rubio Long Snapping Channel. Way to spread those cheeks, Chandler. Robert. <laughs> Robert. Oh. Tight spin. It's oh. two little butt cheeks. <laughs> it's two little butt cheeks, indeed. Oh, dear. All right. It's a good spiral you have there on your. <laughs> uh patrick says what happened to troy d oh patrick you didn't hear he was replaced by me (laughs) (laughs) come in for just a little bit one day a week that's yeah that's that's it he's on a mission trip we should give a different reason every day as to why troy i'm not gonna say that chandler you say it you want to say that um he's still owner of pirate radio he's still around he was at the game on uh tuesday he showed up which we will talk about on the Farm Bureau ECU baseball recap. Somebody, uh, I think it was Alan Thomas, uh, said that Troy had, uh, if he was going to unbutton his shirt that much, he needed to wear a gold chain and get chest hair. And I, I almost <laughs> died laughing. Uh, yeah, if you, yeah, that is a good. I point. mean, it was, it was borderline. I mean, he was showing about as much cleavage as J Lo, and it was, uh, it. I chuckled. At was something original right there uh brock jones says brandon the legend manning let's not inflate brandon's hey, ego anymore brock please brock is the most legendary wonderful baseball coach there's ever been he's coaching like his third generation of there's like levi smith oh Levi yeah. smith Levy, and then yeah. there's brock jones in my book i'd put ron davenport at the top but that nobody knows what we're talking he, about he only so coached we'll one generation <laughs> he is, only yeah. coached one generation and it was a heck of a generation that dude <laughs> That Ron Davenport Jr. could swing a baseball bat. Eric says, well, look who we have here. If it isn't Mr. Chatty himself, the mouth of the South, our good friend Brandon Manning. Eric who? He's just a fan of the show. Well, thanks. And you make quite an impression, Brandon. Uh, as you, I'll tell you what. You came in here red-ass today. I, and by I that, know. I mean upset. I was. Are, you, are, you, are we getting started on this first? I reckon you came in here angry. Great, great game the other night. Uh, Pirates... Uh, for the fans that stayed in the stands the entire time, I know under you know you have a kid, you didn't want to stay till ten o'clock. I totally get that. I had a kid who's not exactly been pleasant to been around the next morning, 
but uh those people who let's were, be honest if he got a good night's of sleep would he have been pleasant to be around either he's, he's a morning person <laughs> okay he's a morning person. all right just kidding no. um I, he he wakes up let's let's get going all right um but the people that just you know in the fifth inning when we got down by five just you know grabbed their purses and pocketbooks and said let's make sure we get our chicos let's make sure huffed and puffed and said this team don't have it and they just got up and i'm, so you're I'm just talking about women that's i know no, no, no. I mean, no like there was a few there's man purses out there man bags great. yes all right i'm sure there was some white claw drinkers that just got up and just said oh, oh this is they're terrible they're done they, they have no heart no we fight we're freaking pirates staying there because there's nothing more deflating um when you strike out or you get out to sit there and see the fans just give up on you and your team right there from the field because I, I don't care what they say. You see it. You see people just leaving. I mean, it sucked. Well, it didn't matter because they came back. I mean, the, it, it didn't exactly. affect them. I, well, it affected some of them, I'm sure. Okay. I mean, I, it. but when you take the electricity we had at 5,000 and you bring it down to 3,500, it's not the same. You know, the people in the jungle stayed. Those guys scream. I mean, it's just, it's just frustrating to see. All we right. do it in football. We do it in basketball. We do it in all sports. Fans of every team. It's not yeah, just yeah, yeah. fans. It's just it was bad to say because we needed we needed more the other night. We needed to be better. Well, we needed to be a little cleaner on defense too, Brandon. We did. Um, you know, and I, and I feel bad for Riley. He was put in as a defensive substitution and had an absolute. Can, can I say? Were you going to say P missile? I was. You can I, just say uh, P missile. P absolute P missile hit right at him. <laughs> And, you know, as a center fielder, if there's one just, you know, locked in straight to you like that, head high the whole way because that ball was crushed. Um, it, it is hard to read, and he came – he did the one thing as an outfielder you can't do. First step is what, Clip? First step's always back. Back. His first so step was burned. not. So you don't get burned. His first step was up, just rose over his head. Um, he's, you know, not the tallest human being. Uh, and it just he couldn't jump up there i hated playing outfield brandon i got i was an infielder in little league and then babe ruth like first year 13 they stuck me in right field where they put the worst player and best arm i had (laughs) best arm on a big field goes to right field (laughs) i hated it i was glad to be moved back to second base and third base the rest of my babe ruth career but just judging fly balls but that that one uh, is not as frustrating as the one that just plopped in between Nowak and hoover and you know that that one's tough to explain away that uh that takes me back to some things we've had you know off the air and some other people brought up you know the leaders of the team outside the coaches i mean cliff's obviously the leader but if you look around and ask somebody who's the leader of the team we we don't have agnos we don't have you know bryson we don't have those guys anymore and guys are stepping up and hoover's done a pretty good job i think and i think they just go out there and expect him to make every play in the outfield yeah reckless abandon go after the ball and, and i think um luke just said all right he's got it yeah and, and, and it happens uh you know it, it just sucks that it happens to us in that situation because that was costly i know you're a big amac fan it was kind of what was the play to start the ninth it was kind of a weird play patrick mason said he was maybe playing in and he fielded it kind of awkwardly or whatever so uh they had a, a bunt uh thing going on and uh i think there was a runner on first I well maybe. i thought it was the first at bat maybe it was the, the first yeah. at bat. so he was playing not back, not up, so he was sort of out of his normal position. I think he was even with the bag. Um, high chop, 
So on a high chop, you either need to take a step back and take the big hop or come up and get it so you're not in an in-between hop. And it, it kind of caught, caught him off him. guard because yeah. he was out of position. I mean, that's just one of those things. It just looked awkward. I, he was trying to get to the ball because that was a one of those, you know, a, a, if you uh, a Hoover where you chop it and the guy's fast and beating it down. He was trying to get to the ball quick. It would have been a bang bang play at first. Um, I, tr- I I will put money on Amat making a play <clears throat> before anybody else on that in the oh, nation. He's been in, he's made web gems. He's solid. I yeah. mean, he's one of the top third basemen in the nation. So. Um, it, that's just one of those things. I don't know if that run actually scored. Did it score in the night? Yeah. He, no, he got out of the fielder's choice. Then it's the very next platter, the better, right? Most all right, fair on? enough. But yeah. then that runner. Yep. You're right. Did score. Um, we talked the other day. R- Molly and I ran through, because we were asked about the defense and ran through the errors, and we're about at the where it needs to be at the end of the year we have seen some you know the short a shortstop is going to make some errors throughout the year middle infielders make errors i mean infielder infielders are going to make errors um outfielders you know you're going to have that one guy trying to make a play at the plate where it just goes underneath his glove every once in a while once in a blue moon you may see somebody pop out of his you know same thing try it's always trying to make the get ready for the throw to throw somebody out when they make an error i think when outfielders truly do it but I, I we shouldn't be seeing our outfielders make the kind of mental errors they were making on those plays more yeah. so than physical. Uh, we have some questions we will get to. Eric says hashtag justice for white claw drinkers. Okay. Uh, Jamie says what is the reasoning to have root starting game one over your savage? Just curious. Not saying it's good or bad. Just wondering. Cliff Godwin talked about that Monday and I believe gave his reasoning. If you want to go back and hear that, but yeah, I, just kind of how the the schedule works out for them, I guess. I, I think it's uh, schedule rest. Who they're planning on starting? I mean, I, I don't. You know, could have went into hey, they're they're going to throw a different lineup out there today. Well, I want a lefty throwing um, because we don't have many lefties, so we need to take advantage of it when we can throw a lefty. We finally threw one in the game the other day. I think we threw like six Fridays and one lefty on Sunday. Or I mean, I'm um, the other night. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't put much stock into who's pitching on the weekend. We're we're trying to get lined up for a regional so jamie says will the ncaa factor in the canceled wichita state houston game if houston wins conference when it comes to regional seating i don't understand this question that has nothing to do with regional uh seating uh that has to do with just conference stuff all in all if you if you if you look at the projected i think baseball america we were the only aac team on there maybe yeah he's saying if you if they win the conference tournament i I don't i don't understand the question uh but i do understand this one who steps up next year in a leadership role with lane hoover on was um, AMAC coming back? Because he's certainly a. a- AMAC's got another year of eligibility. Um, JJC, Josh Moylan, yeah. AMAC. We're, we're, Moylan we're actually, seems like a leader. Moylan, Moylan is starting to be the 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 clubhouse guy, the the player on the field that we needed him. What well, we thought after his freshman season, what we're going to get in the sophomore season. Now, and I think he's taken a very couple of good leaps here forward. Here there, lately. A lot of teams, Brandon, hey, you would know this, uh, where have a, t- a team led by a catcher and could one of those guys i've said it on the show over the years uh every great ecu team has always had a great catcher um you know jake washer um who was it uh before that chandler your guy (laughs) catcher who'd you name uh the dog 
Oh, Corey Kemp. Corey, Corey Kemp. Corey Kemp. <laughs> See, Corey, they had two good catchers that year. Uh, Corey's, Corey's freshman year, they had a transfer from Campbell, played at Rose named David Forbes. Um, the, uh, you know, David came in here, and he was just big old guy. But uh, him and him and uh, Corey were very great back there. That was, and it's a different role now. Uh, there's more electronic signal calling. Catchers really aren't calling all the signs, calling a lot of plays. So it's a little bit different. But when a catcher calls time and walks out there and talks to everybody, they listen. Um, and because th- they're the ones putting their body on the line just a tad bit more than everybody, so they, they normally most time got the team respect out of that. Uh, this is a good, good Jake Smith, says Robert. So Jake, Jake Smith uh, was there uh, when I was on the team and freakish athlete could hit. Do you blame uh, him for you not playing? No, he was ten times better than me. No, I'm saying, but if he wasn't there, no, no, I also got hurt my arm. You're like when I so there was a lot of reasons you didn't. Play. No, so I transferred from Pitt, got on the team uh, late in you know in the process. I wasn't like on in the fall. It was early in the spring thing, and Jake Smith was there, and then I was just warming up Brody Taylor one day, and my elbow just like snapped. So that was just one of those. Jake was going to play. Uh, there was another catcher named Adam Hodges, uh, but he was more of a DH, uh, lefty DH guy. And when I got hurt, Adam Witter had to move down from first base as Jake's oh, yeah. backup. So he looked like a grown man Adam in Witter, college. Adam Witter hit the farthest ball that will <clears throat> ever be hit in Clark and Clare Stadium. All right, Jamie, I, th- I guess you were asking this from ECU's perspective. I think I understand it now. He says you lose regular season title by a half game. Houston's playing one less game. Better question, does it negate the regular season to any degree? I'll just, if I think I understand your question, I'll go back to, and I've been asking a lot of people this question. We talked to Aaron Fitt earlier this week. I said, does ECU need to win the regular season in the AAC uh, to be a, a host? This was before the loss to Campbell, but he said yes. He said the committee is not going to look good upon a team that did not win a weak conference this year. So, that half game will be important. I mean, what's important is losing the series at Houston, obviously. Very important. Uh, you know, I think RPI is a little bit more scientific than what it needs to be. You know, um, I, I think if we do not win uh, the regular season somehow, or, or maybe even they shoot, maybe they get a rain out down there and it's another half a game and it really helps us out. You never know what's going to happen this time of year. Um, but uh, where are they at? Cincinnati? That- uh, they're at home against Cincinnati, Cincinnati. I believe. Um, and Cincinnati's been coming home strong. They got some guys that can hit the ball, man. <clears throat> here, here recently, uh, them and Tulane should be some people that hurt, you know, hurt some feelings in the tournament. But for us to to really do well, uh, we need to finish strong here. These last three games, take it, take advantage of their of the team we're playing this weekend, and have a good showing in the tournament. Um, something we need to talk about though the last few years we've been the, the 15 seed, the 16 seed, and we face the best next you know true in the super in the super sometimes that's not good I, i'd rather go be a number two seed in a in a weak regional you know i saw something with weight force and davidson and things like that i, I wouldn't mind playing weight force. well yeah i did see that if you're going to play wake it's much better to play them in that format than a super format exactly. there's a chance you wouldn't even have to face them Look at the Virginia series we won a few years ago, Brandon. You only had to play the Cavaliers once. You got the uh, which we left off Travis Watkins' name on the catcher yeah, list. Yeah, that was another good. Uh, he hits the walk off. Virginia has their heads down the next day and lose to William and Mary, so we don't even need to see them again. Exactly. So I mean, pe- people, it, it is fun to host. It is a good time in Greenville to host. It is a a, a big party uh, that we always have and it is enjoyable. 
but I don't know of any teams that have hosted as many times as we have in a row in the nation. Yeah, um, it, it is not easy. It's not perfect. Um, there's a, there's a lot of things that you need to take into consideration when hosting, but to be the the number fifteen or sixteen, and then next time you got to go face that number one who's coming in in a great format. That's sort of what happened to us last year. We faced a buzzsaw in Texas. They were a good team, man. Um, hitting stride at the right time. So uh, let's let's just be smart about it. It's not the end of the world if we don't host a regional. We're going to a regional. There's no doubt about that. Um, just everybody take it easy. I'm definitely going to miss, uh, if it happens, the party that is the, the regional. Oh. But I do kind of like the idea of a pirate team with the chip on their shoulder playing on the road and trying to win there, which is why I think this weekend is important, Brandon, even if you can't do enough to win the conference or to host a regional. Pirates have won three straight on the road, somewhere they've struggled all year. How about they win three more on the road, get that confidence going, and, and then oh, when yeah. they're playing and, away and from home in a regional, then they, they'll be ready. in Clearwater and win there. Yeah. Are they, uh, did Cliff say, uh, were they coming home no. after they're staying down? That's what they normally do. Yeah. Um, man, that, that's a great time. The, the kids actually, our kids actually get down there and get relaxed and, and settle down a little bit, which is very good to get away. Um, as much as we love our baseball around here, those kids are the polarizing figure this time of year around ECU. And sometimes it's good for them kids to get away for an extended period of time and just enjoy being a kid again. Um, but you're exactly right, Clip. I mean, I, we take we take these three games this weekend – good showing the monkeys starting to really fall way behind us off our back right there so to speak um on the way trips and it'll all look real good so but we we i would it'd be better if cincinnati lost one this weekend that would be clutch or two if yeah, houston you mean or, yeah it's houston john uh has a name for us how about tommy eason you ever heard of him brandon time or two time <laughs> or two what's uh did you, did you play for coach eason so was he, he was the transfer when i left pit he came to uh he came from ECU to Pitt. We just crossed paths. He said, "I'm not going to coach a team with Brandon Manning. He's got to. He's got to get out of here." So yeah, that is interesting, y'all. It was a trade. Mm-hmm. I'd say Pitt won that trade. I, Pitt, Pitt, <laughs> Pitt got a Hall of Fame famer guy and a legendary guy, and ECU got just uh, screwed. A so. great man, a great oh, man, and Brandon Manning. All right. Um, would Brandon go to another regional site to watch them? Have you talked about that with the misses? Are y'all going to go? I, I have talked about it with the misses. Uh, you know, that Myrtle Beach trip is not bad. That's cool. A lot of places to stay. A lot of things for the family to do if we get in that one. I mean, um, Durham. D- Durham is, I, I will drive up there every day. I'm not going to tailgate because that's taking a few extra hours right there. Um, Wake Forest, uh, Winston-Salem, it is what it is. I might go see a few games up there. Um, not stay the whole weekend, though. That's that's kind of bad. Uh not a lot for us to do and and you know i still have baseball games and such here for my kids so oh i should have just asked hannah she's on facebook she says yes we will go all right there's the answer Uh, well i mean i figured i was gonna be wrong (laughs) the other other day i was like i was trying to get cliff's opinion on the jersey if it was up to cliff cliff had to make the decision what color will they wear what color will they wear they've already made the decision brandon every all of you charlie even threw me under the bus relax I do like, though, you said you're always wrong. If you just said, yeah, we're going to go, Hannah would have said, well, hold on. We, we might not. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I know that's, how that's it is. Married. I know. It it's is. fine. It, it all works. All right. Good stuff. So uh, East Carolina, South Florida coming up today uh, at 5. 
and also coming up Friday and Saturday. Friday game time change. Today game time change. It said for Friday game time change, right? Uh, here we go. Who's right? Who's wrong? <clears throat> thought I saw it on the old. Because uh... you do know they're playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? Yes, and I said I thought I said the Friday game time change. Schedule update. Oh, Friday's game is at five. <clears throat> I have been saying it wrong. You know what? No need for that. I mean, I, that's my mistake. You're I, right. I'm glad you're here to is, correct. Isn't he supposed to be your the person for that? Chandler just. Can we just blame yeah. Chandler? Yeah. Chandler, are you, are you, gotta, you giving yourself more likes on YouTube over there? I'm doing a doing? quote tweet of you saying a great quote while ago that I've been trying to find. You finally said one. So I'm trying to put that together right now. I'll talk to y'all later on. This is getting way too contentious. Jeez. Uh, Brandon, thank you for correcting me. Anytime, man. All right, Friday. Moved up to 5 o'clock. All right, uh, anything else before we move along on ECU baseball? Mm. By the way, uh, speaking of swapping, Campbell and ECU swapped RPIs. Campbell's 19, Pirates are 21 now, if you're interested. Who is uh, like 14 through 19? Dallas Baptist. Boy, Stanford took a drop. They're at 15 now. West Virginia, 16. Duke, 17. Campbell, 18. So the rumor that I heard about Duke, uh, DPAC has something going on right there. So there's not a – there's during that time. That's a, I have not verified that. That was just something I was told. So they their hosts might not be able to happen there. So would it not be cool if, like, we were to get a host site and not be the number one seed. <laughs> I think, unfortunately, for that scenario, Duke is aren't they playing their way out of a host? They lost to Gardner Webb this week. So is South Carolina, but they're still projected to host. South Carolina's yeah. been. I, I don't. I think they're on a very big downhill slide, and they're still getting a host spot. Well, I ran through it the other day, Brandon. Just I didn't even list teams. I was just naming conferences. So here's I'm gonna just list the order. Uh, RPI starting at number one. SEC. SEC. ACC, SEC, 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 ACC. That is your top eight. And then you go coastal, and then it goes ACC, SEC. And then there's another, like, it's just full of those teams, which is why when I asked Aaron Fitt Dallas Baptist. where ECU would go, he said probably an ACC school because they can't all play each other in regionals, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But I mean, the Dallas Baptist really gets to me because who do they really play and how big is their stadium? They win like 50 games they, a year. Every year. They're 40 and 12 right now. It's like Long Beach State back in the day. Here's a trivia question. What conference is Dallas Baptist in? Uh, whack. Conference USA. That, that is a new addition. You had no idea. Yeah. Speaking of new addition, we uh, could be playing some sound. songs coming up on Name That right. Sound. All look, right. Look at her getting her cat in that. Look at She's just old. So the Hall of Famer, Brandon Manning, is taking off the purple jacket and re-entering the game. He's coming out. He's like a boxer. He retires and comes out of retirement for big-time bouts. He will take on the creator of Name That Sound, Shirley Rhodes, in a game coming up next. Chandler and I have cooked up the sounds. I'm proud of our efforts, what we did. I hope you enjoy it. As I told Shirley earlier, I'll tell you too, Brandon, this may be more of, I think y'all are going to know the sounds. It's whose brain's working faster and who can spit it out first. Not not today. Today my brain's about fried, and Shirley just woke up from a power nap. So, <laughs> I'm, uh, so we'll I'm, see how it goes. kind of nervous. All right, we're back with that as we roll on Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. A lot more to go after this. Oh, yeah. 
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years, and you can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Welcome back. Hour two, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Got Marcus Crandall, ECU Hall of Famer, joining us coming up in about 30 minutes or so. Also, Tabari Snoop Wallace. So we'll talk some old Pirate football memories coming up right here on Pirate Radio Live. Right now, we are going to play a very special edition of Name That Sound. We have the game's creator versus a Hall of Famer. Who am I hearing in my headphones? Is that I, I, was, I, I had turned on like typically you have it up there, and I was like, all right, I'll see what my watch telling me I'm doing wrong again uh, on the screen. So, I, but it I couldn't get it quiet. I was had the volume on the way down. I turned it off. Old man problems. All right, so Shirley, uh, I'm gonna kick it right back to you, I guess, after we play this lovely intro here. here all right. Come on in. Sit right down. <laughs> Take a guess. And name that sound. Turn that frown. Upside down. Because it's time. Heart logo on the shirt. But name, name that sound. Now, here's the host of Name That Sound, Miss Shirley Rose. Welcome in to another edition of Name That Sound. And if you're watching on YouTube and Facebook Live right now, I'm in the wrong seat because today I'm going to be a contestant and I'm going to be going head to head with the Hall of Famer of Name That Sound, Mr. Brandon Manning. Thanks, everybody. We will be uh, inducting him at a later date. We already know he's going to make it. Um, Brandon, who are you going to have uh, introduce you to your Hall of Fame speech at your induction? I mean, don't you're supposed to pick the team? You need someone to the help first, you. The first one I did, I was trying to think who was your uh, athletic coach that was here. Uh, Kim McNeil was oh, here. Coach McNeil. Coach you want her to introduce you? <laughs> yeah. Coach McNeil to do it. That would be kind of cool. Brandon has come a long way. I remember <laughs> when he first got started with this. He We picked him last. They picked him last. And now he's a champion. All right. I like that. Good idea. All right, so Chandler and I have come up with the questions. By the way, shout out to my good buddy Chandler Honeycutt. He's got a scoreboard up. Looks awesome. Oh, wow. Looks really good. So uh, he went above and beyond today. Uh, we got the sounds here ready to go. And let me make sure I'm going to keep a manual score here. Shirley, uh, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm a tad bit nervous, and the reason why is because I know that Brandon is really quick on the draw. He is. And uh, I am not that quick. Sometimes I can recognize it in my brain, but I can't get it out. Like, I can't say it fast enough. Um, I'm not good with Nani's R&Bs, and that's surely strong, so it depends on how hmm. much uh, yeah. new, new addition and boys to men uh, bass sounds you went with. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, Y'all ready for sound one? 
Yeah. Sure. All right, here we go. Here is sound number one. Chandler, I need you to help me out. If this, <laughs> sorry. If there's a tie, uh, we please keep your ear out on who answers first. That was Clip right. making a fool again. All right, my, I'm sorry. Here we go. Sound number one. Tied. Nope. Oh, I've heard that a thousand times. <laughs> oh, this is so fun. Uh, I, I like not playing. It's like a commercial on TV. It is a commercial. Febreze? Boom. Febreze. I said tied. Febreze. Yep. Good one. That was a good one. That was good. Oh, my goodness. I was like, I know I've heard that sound a thousand times. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, good, good, one, good one. Good one. Good one. Uh, sound number two. Here we go. Shirley with an early one nothing lead. Rooney, I don't have all day to bark at you, so I'm going to make this short and sweet. Brandon, Brandon gets it by ah! the hair of his chinny chin chin. George Peterson. <laughs> I need to let my daughter out of class right now. <laughs> all right, well done. They're very close. Both of y'all were on that. Uh, Brandon, a little quicker. I told you this yeah. is this is where this is where he can get me is when you have to be quick on the draw. And I think a lot of these are going to be very recognizable. It's going to come down to who can get it first. All right, but here we go with sound number three. Who's got it better than us? No Jeff Connors. Negative. Nah. Who's got it better than us? No Shane Carton. Nah. You're in the right sport, but the wrong area wrong wrong team not pirate related oh it's not pirate related who's got it better than oh uh my drew Brees. my dick of drew Brees, both wrong who's got it better than us no tom brady nope jesus christ not him either no it's not big jc is it a coach oh wait wait yeah you're not okay um but that's a what number are we on? Number Pete Carroll. Nah. Who's got it better than us? No way! All right, so... Uh, Five. New Orleans Saints Four. coach Sean Payton. Three. Nah. Okay. He's with Denver now. Two. That's right. The answer is... John Fox. Jim Harbaugh. With the 49ers. Oh. With the 49ers. He used to do the who's got it better than us. See, I, would have, I, I wouldn't have gotten that one. All right. Mm-hmm. No question. One to one as we head to the... <laughs> Fourth question. What are y'all snorting uh, at? No, Mully's sending me taste messages during the thing. I'm not. I'm not. Mully's, Mully's trying to cheat. No, nah, we're good. We're good. M- uh, first of all, Mully, I thought we were friends. <laughs> Why are you sending him texts? Oh wow. Okay. All right. Uh, gonna need the name of this song. Of course. Uh, God, I almost said pour some sugar on me. Mm-mm. Loving an elevator? I was like, that's Aerosmith. I was like, but which song is it? It's been the eight concerts. <laughs> my first my first thought I was I touched Steven Tyler. Dude, I was like, dude looks like no, that's not right. Love I was close enough to see his lips. You know how bands... I have been to an Aerosmith concert. I know. <laughs> They're going to their farewell tour, by the way. Farewell I'd love to tour. see it again. 
bands. Oh, Hold on, I just got a text. Let me see if it's Molly. No, <coughs> not Molly. Even if songs are different from bands, they all have a similar feel. Like Aerosmith yeah. songs yeah. Mm-hmm. have a similar sound. All right, uh, last one in round number one. Here we go. You walked in very sulky. Yep. Quite rude. Bingo. Very Bingo. American Bingo. Idol. Yeah. yeah. And Simon got very, very bad oh, I, energy. Yeah, I recognize the voice. I just couldn't get it. I we are knotted up at two apiece. Dang. Two what a game. Apiece. What a game. Dang. We'll do a few more uh, here before we got to take one more break this hour. But uh, great game. I want to say way to go to Chandler and I for coming up with great sound. These are good. Yeah, These are good. good. These are good. And I want to say you guys are doing And well-rounded. Well. Yes, like like me, like my belly. <laughs> All right, qu- uh, here we go. Sound number six. Ping pong, cu- golf ball, and a cup. Golf- yeah. Got it. Brandon just firing off answers, and he nailed it. Much like that person in that shot, right? We were watching golf. It literally was almost a golf ball, <laughs> like on TV, almost went in with the sound. So that would have been earlier today. Uh, we were watching it. Golfer made a putt, and Chandler looked at like Shirley was here doing work, and we were like. <laughs> Both mouths and the words like Shirley, look over here. The putt's going in. You might want to study up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you had no clue we were doing that. Uh, no, obviously. I was busy doing other things. All right, here we go. Sound number seven. Brandon with the three to two lead. Great game here. Let them stare all they want. You are my date, and I am proud of it. Lisa Lark Forhays. Wow, what a pull. Lisa Turtle. I went all the way. I said Lisa correct. Lark Forhays. Saved by the Bill. I cannot believe you got that so quickly. Shirley, that Shirley is, that is mad. Right up your, that's right up your alley right there. Shirley so. is mad. I, I mean, I could have said Lisa Turtle, but I just went Lisa, I was Lark looking Forhays, for, yeah. Saved by the Bell. I, went, I covered the whole basis there. I was looking for Lisa Turtle. Shirley, any thoughts? You, I've never seen you this angry. <laughs> actually, oh, yes, you have. Uh, you is that when seen. Screech went to the dance with her? No, it was. I believe his name was Darren. Damn it. Yeah. Yep, I think it was Darren. Uh, I, I like her dancing with the crutches the best. Oh, the crutch. Yeah. yeah. The sprain. The sprain yeah. dance. Let's all yeah. do the sprain. Yeah. Um, this is the most angry I've been where I've been virtually silent. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. That's the scary part is that you're not saying anything. Usually when I'm angry, you know I'm angry. Lisa Turtle is correct. And now Brandon takes a commanding four to two lead. All right. We Still go plenty of game left. With question or sound number eight to all beef patty special sauce lettuce cheese wendy's commercial yeah. Yeah. coca-cola commercial no no special sauce to all beef mcdonald's yes, yes. yes. man shirley yeah. i said special sauce i was like wendy's. yeah i put it on a t for shirley just then wendy's. gosh darn it that ain't no appreciate that what's Brandon? the sandwich they're uh, advertising that's a big mac yes yeah. Uh, Two all beef patties, special sauce, special, special cheese, sauce, special onions, yep, and sesame seeds. Deep on, yep. Dave none Thomas us, didn't do that. Brandon. Just said the right ingredients. <laughs> I mean, we just all said random things. <laughs> Those onions on there. Oh man! All right, uh, should we? You want to break here, Shirley? We, so we've got. Uh, are we midway? We got two left in this round and five. So we got seven questions, seven sounds. Yeah, left. go ahead and take I a break. I want to get a, uh, go and get a break. Yeah, get a break in. All right, so we will come back. We got a good one, four to three. Brandon in the lead. Great game going on. It is named that sound special edition with the creator versus the Hall of Famer. 
And we will be back with the conclusion of our game when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. To hour two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a. Oh, did you want to talk, Shirley? Well, I did have a live ad I needed to read. Oh, we'll say it. All right. Well, welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends. Fifth Street serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 1030 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow Fifth Street on Instagram for the latest events and specials. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room right beside the State Theater in Greenville. Now you can take it away, Clip. Cool. Neat story. Back with you. Man, I forgot how much power you have with all these buttons in front of you. It's weird to be back in this room. Hit hit Marcus's mic on. Okay, hold on. Uh, He is going to be number one. Yeah. Okay, so you're sitting over there right now. Yeah. Could you um, please verify exactly how many computers, computer (laughs) monitors, uh, keyboards, and mice? It's like NASA back here. Yeah. How many of those do I have to deal with at one time? Uh, tree. She's like an extra on hidden three figures. Three plus the board. We do need to call a pest control company. There is a bunch of mice. We have here. a mice problem here. <laughs> yeah. Mice okay. is everywhere. So for those that think that I fall asleep on the job and I don't know what I'm doing, <coughs> Austin, uh, I just wanted Clip to clarify that so that uh, people know what Shirley, I deal with every day. you need to focus on this game right now and not the outside noise. You, uh, ignore the noise. Ignore the noise. Ignore the, well, I'm not Cliff vision. Godwin. Marcus Sorry. Crandall is here. We'll talk to Marcus coming up in the third hour of today's show. Good to see you, Marcus. Good to see you guys, too. And looking forward to chatting with Tabari Snoop Wallace. Yes, yes, be yes. Fun. Absolutely. But right now, Marcus, you are witnessing uh, a legendary game here between Hall of Famer Brandon Manning and the show's creator, Shirley Rhodes. So, uh, Marcus, uh, no, he- you can play along, but no help, no uh, naming it if you know it before they do. Please. All right. All right. So uh, right now, Brandon has a four to three lead. <clears throat> Are y'all ready to go with sure. sound number nine? Hold on, clip. I got to get my hand in the right spot. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Move it over there. He's doing the intimidation hand. Don't let him do that. <laughs> All right. That's sa- why I keep my eyes closed. Sound number nine. Here we go. For quality and value, people count on us. For over 70 years, we've been the leader. <laughs> Stanley Steamer. Yeah! We have a top ball game. <laughs> Stanley <Wow>. Steamer. <laughs> That's all they put in the commercials nowadays. Yeah. We had the whole song. The yes. whole shebang. That was good. All right. Uh, we are tied. Tied. Tie. Four to four is the score. 
classic. <laughs> it is, Marcus. It is <laughs> an going down. It's like Camboys to you in here. All right. Uh, sound number 10 to break the tie. That's a nice muscle throwing on you got the there. The old man from South Park. I mean, uh, right here family guy. South Park. Family hey. guy. Old man. Family guy. Oh. Hey, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Somebody got the sound right. What? What you was want the, what, What's that? Uh, <laughs> what was that character's name? Herbert the Herbert pervert. The pervert. Herbert yes. the pervert. Yes. Hmm. I was thinking about Mr. Hank. That's a nice muscle. The Christmas poo. Oh, Christmas you were going poo. Mr. Hank. Yeah. I was yeah. going with yes. Mr. Hanky. I was going in the wrong direction. Brandon takes a five to four lead. How about you, Chris? I like them newspapers, boys. As we head into round three, Marcus, do you, do you, are you a family no, guy? No, uh, not very. He's much. a family man, I, I, but not I, a family I, guy. I, I like, uh, like some of. I, like, I watch it every now and every then. now because it's on all day long on yeah. TBS. Yeah, it's good stuff. A more immature mm. Clip Rock was into that kind of humor. <laughs> all right, you so, want some ice cream, Shirley? All right, Brandon, <laughs> focus up. All right, move on. All right, sound number eleven, five to four. Brandon leads. Uh, the, uh, Russia. No. Russia? Russia. <laughs> I was thinking, do you believe American? Mark yeah. Albert. Mark Albert is correct. Yes. You know what? You I know had what that. I was, I was thinking you were wanting the game. I, was, I swear no, to you. I, I yelled well, you out. Was, I know. I know. I know. I, I yelled out Russia because I was thinking it was the miracle on ice. But then I realized... It doesn't say, do you believe in miracles? So, therefore, not the correct answer. That was the uh, Tracy McGrady when he scored 13 points in like 30 seconds. Uh, oh. Look that up on that YouTube. That was an athletic dude. Um, oh, yeah. Marv Albert. Vince Carter Cousins. Yes. Mar- yeah. Marv Albert, the answer I was looking for. Five Speaking to of five. Pervs, you did Herbert the Perv and Marv Albert right beside <laughs> each other. Was that by default? <laughs> he does like the lingerie. Good point. <laughs> he bit a woman. All right, moving along. He likes her. He's rock. a nippler. Are y'all ready? Y'all <laughs> behaving there. Children, come on. I'm Marcus. I apologize. You got to see this. Be a part of this. All right, number 12. Here we go to break the tie. Bowling pins. Get Mortal Kombat. Need the character's name. Biden. Uh, Biden. Joe Biden? No, Joe, no, Joe Biden, Biden is incorrect. All right, I'll give you Mortal Kombat. Scorpion. It is, oh, it is Scorpion. Wait, I can't give you. Oh, but, we're going to give it to you. No, I, you got it, Brandon. Okay. Calm down. Scorpion. Damn. Biden. Biden. <laughs> but it was, wasn't a game made by Baden? I, dude, that's a great question. That's a great question. No, I thought it was a Tekken. No. That was Street Fighter. Oh, Street Fighter. No, that was Tekken. Tekken was also Tekken was... Oh, Tekken was a game also of a game. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You got the point, Brandon. Stop arguing. <laughs> had meant to take ten. This game is under protest. <laughs> oh, hey! hey. Uh, the I old, had to say it. Pull it out of my bag. Way to go, Shirley. I, I had to say it because Clip says it every week. That yeah, is so. uh, disputable. I would be complaining about that, even though Brandon no. got it. Brandon, Brandon. What do we got? Six. six to five. We got six to five. What a game! We got three sounds left. Here we go. You see the morning in a whole new light. Columbia House. There's Folgers. Folgers. Oh, Columbia House. What am I doing? Oh, I don't drink coffee. Columbia up. House used to send you free CDs. Folgers. Columbian. You were thinking Maxwell House? Uh, maybe. Maxwell <laughs> House. Columbian Blend. That's it. That's it. Columbia House. 
Well, all I can think about was the Colombian guy in uh, Bruce Almighty, where he says, uh, "Ah, I mean, what did he say when he walked in? He literally had the little Colombian guy bring him in, and uh, when Jim Carrey said that." Uh, mm. But can we just take a moment to appreciate this guy singing his tail off for this commercial? <laughs> you see the morning in a whole new life. This is like a Michael Bolton There's hard work to be done. Another day yet to be won. Whoa. Part of waking up. Man. All right. Folgers in your cup. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We have two sounds left. It is six to six. Wow. Mm. Chandler asked me earlier today. If you, why aren't you doing a bonus sound? What if we have a tie? And Brandon, we might, or excuse me, Chandler, we might be in that situation. Right. And I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> All right, sound number fourteen to break the tie. Here we go. Pull ball, pull balls. Uh, I think Brandon got it. I said pull. I know that was a that's a completely a, different sport that's outside. Billiards. <laughs> <laughs> I think Snookers. Brandon got it. Chandler's saying Brandon. I. That was I, close. That was bang bang ball. That was bang bang. But I think Shirley, the game is under protest. We will go back to the tape. Jesus. But right now, Brandon has a seven to six lead as we head into our final seven to six. Seven to six. Here we go. <laughs> Shirley is Marcus Crandall with the most inter- energetic, <laughs> energetic. <laughs> Thanks, Cotton. It's <laughs> like the guy, the color analyst in Major League. Yes. That's yeah. why you're the best analyst in the game, Marty, or whatever his name is. Marty. It was Marty. Final sound. I need the name of this animal. Line. Alligator. Panther. Alligator, Alligator. is correct. Right. Once I heard the gargling, it was there. That's I still good. said pool. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you did, you still lose it eight to seven. It should have been a tie game. Uh, uh, you lose eight to seven. You want to say that? Mm-hmm. All right, Brandon wins at eight to seven. Congratulations, Brandon! <laughs> what a game! That, that was a great was game. Great! What a battle! Okay, you know, it was a good game, Shirley. Com- mm-hmm. That was very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her. God, we just lost. We just gave up five runs in the bottom of the seventh in a softball game. Look. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, two uh, middle errors cost us. <laughs> that'll do because it. Because the second baseman doesn't know how to catch a freaking ball. Surely, good game. All right. She's done talking. Brandon, good to see you. Good to see you. Got a break. Got a break. Got a break. Marcus we, Crandall. Uh, and Tabari Snoop Wallace join us next. Brandon, you have any final words? Mm, remember, Friday game time's moved. Uh, go EC Pirates. We're going to sweep this weekend and be good to go next week. All right, sounds good. All right, yes, sir. We'll talk to you then. Go Pirates. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Marcus Crandall. Tabari and I'm Wallace. Out of this chair. I still protest, though. Game is under protest. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in Eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com. 
or you can visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt. We are joined by ECU Hall of Famer Marcus Crandall here in the Pirate Radio studios. We got to get some Marcus Crandall walk-up music to introduce him every week, so we'll work on that. But Marcus, good to see you. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. Good to hear. Sing glory be to God, brother. Also, another day. Yes, sir. And uh, another day we can talk some sports and have some fun here on Pirate Radio Live. And Marcus, I really enjoyed catching up with your old teammates and talking to them about some old memories and i I like when you and and the former teammate get going as well i like to sit back and hear those stories but uh we got a a great one today and uh, not his first time on pirate radio he joined uh the late great jeff charles on an edition of from the booth uh, a couple of years ago and uh he joins us now on the pirate radio live line he is tabari snoop wallace joining us on the show tabari welcome back to pirate radio how you doing today sir I'm sorry, Tabari. Uh, are you there? okay? He's with us. How you doing, Tabari? How you doing? Could you can you hear me? We got you now. How you doing, man? Okay, I'm doing pretty good, better than I deserve. I was. Amen <laughs> to that. I hear you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tabari, uh, again, not your first time on Pirate Radio. Uh, the legendary Jeff Charles had you on from the booth. This was after you were named Principal of the Year, and I'll say this, Tabari, the only guy we've probably had on Pirate Radio that's been on the Ellen Show as well. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's a uh, that's a good one to add to the resume. But uh, Tabari, uh, I guess we can start there. Uh, the, your life after after football and going into education and administrating and, and things like that. And, uh, man, you, you've made quite a, uh, quite a splash in that field, haven't you? Yeah, Marcus said it. Marcus said it correct uh, when we first started. Uh, God is good. I mean, he directed these steps. Uh, this was not planned. Education was not planned. I had a totally different degree, but I was invited to coach at New Bern High School. And then I got hugged while I was, while, while I was teaching math. Um, to some ninth graders uh, they uh one i was helping the class they got over the hump and one little girl just jumped up she jumped in my arms and just started oh my god i got it i got it i got bit by the bug <laughs> bit by the bug in education. i have not looked back ever since i got to tell you that is really cool that's a awesome. neat story a lot of people maybe i don't know start teaching and get into coaching you kind of went the other route so you were there really for priority one to, to coach some football and you found out you had a, another calling while you were there i guess i did i yeah. did i i i have this uh, What's a priceless moment? Everybody talks about the pay in education and this and that, or they're not paid enough and this and that. Well, what keeps us going is watching young students succeed. The aha moments you cannot put a price on, they're priceless, and that's what keeps us going in education, despite, you know, what, what little pay that we get. So. Man, that's great stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, where are you at uh, today, uh, Tabari? Um, I'm actually, finally, I got to have a home office day because tomorrow we crown the new principal of the year for the state at the Umstead, um, in, in, uh, at the Umstead up there in Cary. So. All right. And what school are you with uh, currently? Oh, they created a position for me at the Department of Public Instruction. I work okay. for the state superintendent. I am her, um, at, at, at pretty much her principal advisor. Everything regarding the principalship comes through my office. 
There you go. And who better to learn from than the principal of the year, right, Marcus? That's right. And <laughs> learn from the best, right? So he's gone into basically coaching at this point. He was a player as a principal. Now he's a coach, I guess. That's of. right. I mean, uh, the correlation is very similar, right, yeah. Snoop? You carry those coaching um, aspects into the um, into the teaching facility and um, and teaching realm. And then you learn how to deal with the kids and all of that. And, uh, you, again, yes, you get bit by the bug. Uh, because you get bit by the bug uh, with uh, with sports and coaching sports as well, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we love to say it just like this whenever you go from a student to being a coach. Uh, I'm wearing the suit now. I used to wear the shorts and the jersey. I'm wearing the suit. <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> That's the best way we could put it. So. <laughs> Tabari Wallace joining us. Uh, some folks called him Tabari back then. A lot of people called him Snoop, and you just uh, referred to that, Marcus. So uh, how about that name, Tabari? Where did uh, Snoop come from? Well, we had a, a player, a defensive lineman named Cheese Toast. I know Mark C. knows exactly what I'm talking about. Marcus has got to know what I'm talking about with that. And for some reason, they thought I looked like Snoop Doggy Dog when I first got into training camp. As a freshman, when I got there, they hit, they gave me that name, and it stuck ever since. <laughs> it did. Yes, it did. The world-famous Calvin Brodus, a.k.a. Snoop Dogg. And I like how Tabari called you Mark C, because we've learned yeah. that's what Coach Logan and everybody called you back then, right, Marcus? Yeah, the Coach Logan called me Mark Crandall, and uh, the guys called me Mark C. And and uh, I went on to the professional level. They called me MC, so they shortened it down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's what we do in the sporting realm and, and uh, just in life in general. But uh, those kind of things stick with you sometimes. And, and uh, looking at Snoop, and you, when you see the resemblance of, you know, because Snoop Dogg, was at you know he was just coming out of oh yeah i mean was getting uh very well known and so everybody was looking at him and was like man you look like snoop <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna call you snoop and there it was were you a fan of the uh the, the west coast the, the snoop uh doggy style the album that came out there tomorrow oh they were running the u.s at that time <laughs> yeah, absolutely and mark c was in college they were running it for like what it's like three years before the east coast came back and uh you know biggie and 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 you know the rest of them tried to come back and reclaim everything so. oh ellerby's got a good question we kind of bypassed this so who was cheese toast who was uh what player was that oh god his first name was marcus i do not know his last <laughs> name but i knew about no we called him cheese toast <laughs> cheese is. toast was cheese toast <laughs> You look up in the program, it says cheese toast. toast. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. All right, talking to Marcus Crandall and uh, Tabari Wallace here on Pirate Radio Live. And Marcus, we have talked, you know, we talked to Larry Shannon, Jason Nichols, with Logan as the head coach. You, you think first of offense when you think of those 90s ECU teams, but they were playing some some pretty good on uh, Tabari's side of the ball too, right? Oh, absolutely, man. Those, those guys, uh, they held their own, and uh, Tabari was a big part of it in regards to uh, – we've talked about uh, this over the past weeks in regards to everybody has a role, and uh, Snoop was a, a great part of that in, in far as, as far as um, – you know, just building our program defensively, and uh, he gave us great looks offensively in practice. And then, uh, Snoop, I want you to talk about this as well in regards to you came to ECU as a walk-on, and then what happened after that? Yeah, I came to ECU as a walk-on. Yeah, people don't even know this story. I actually drove up to ECU, happened to catch Coach Connors and Steve Logan coming out the back door of the training room where they, where it used to be at, the old training room. And uh, told him I wanted to play football, and I had a VHS tape that I had put together myself way before time. Way That's before awesome. Time, like the kids are doing now, and gave it to him. Next thing you know, Coach Pagano called me and said, look, you are, you are a special invite. We want you here when everybody else gets here, because we were actually enthused with what we saw on tape. 
And then I got there and, you know, I was accepted by, you know, your Mark C and MoFo and all them. I was with that crew. So that was a never day. That was an all-star, like, hanging group that I have had the fortune to hang with. And they just instilled that never say die. I mean, never say die and always go above and beyond of your expectations. And I was awarded a scholarship the very next year and the rest is history. So. Man, what is, I mean, that you were wise beyond your years and had a, a go-get-it mindset early on. It's no no you know surprise you are where you are today. Where did that come from, Tabari, just kind of the, the go-getter attitude that you had back then when you were, you know, younger? I would say that was, that, that, that was my mother. Uh, my mother said that we had to work extra hard to to um, change the circumstances that we were in. You know, we grew up in five points, New Bern. I mean, it's the lowest of the lowest you can get. And she said, in order for you to change your circumstance, you got to work harder than everybody else, and you definitely, definitely got to seize on every opportunity that you have. So mother is still that in us. Yeah, absolutely. That's that, awesome. Great story. Uh, the, the old phrase, iron sharp, sharpens iron. Uh, you you face that, Tabari, uh, going against some tough ECU offenses. I bet Steve Logan wanted to see his offense excel and practice every day. Your job was to not let that happen. So what were those battles like on the practice field against Marcus and the guys? Yeah, well, that's, how, that's actually how I got better. Um, serving on that scout team the first year, and like 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 you said, Steve wanted you to hold back, even though you you read the play and you were on it and let them catch it. But there was a couple of times where you just can't hold back, and you know you're right there at the ball, and you know it's a party at the ball. So, um, and and guess who I had to learn who I made my bones at? The, probably the best quarterback East Carolina's ever had with Marcus Crandall. I had to go up against him every single day, and the best that ECU had to do every single day. And I really credit them with me um, actually getting better so i could start for the pie uh, a year later i really like the, the stories marcus that we tell during the offseason about those battles when we talk to current players former players about the they are their battles but they're fun battles you want to outplay the defense they want to outplay you at the end of the day your brothers but uh those, those are some good wars you have on the practice fields out there right they, they really were man and uh and you said it you hit the nail on the head and um and, and we always, man, very we were very competitive on the field. Um, and Snoop mentioned it and alluded to this in regards to, man, he wanted to pick every pass that I threw off. And he wanted to hit Mitchell Galloway, Larry Shannon as they came across the middle. <laughs> but at the same time, um, you know, we, we, we were making each other better. And we knew the situations in regards to, man, you, you can't do that, right? You got you to be there, but you can't make the play like that. And, and uh, But it was very competitive. We always... Um, you know, in those kind of situations, it was like, man, I had him. I had him. You know, I could have got him, Mark C. I could, or I could have got him. Yeah. Right? So he's always talking about that. And uh, we, we just went back and forth as far as jaw jacking and, uh, you know, just talking and, you know, going at it. Well, just going from this phone it, conversation and, and seeing what I've seen from you, Tabari, you seem like a very personable guy, likes to talk. How much talking did you do on the field in practice and in games? Oh, we did a whole lot of talking. I mean, it's all, you know, it always starts with the mental game. You know, if I can get you thinking about me as the DB when that ball comes, you're not thinking about the ball so much. So, I mean, there was a lot of talking, but the spring games that we had, defense versus offense, we went into every last one of them thinking the defense is going to win. I mean, that's how competitive we were, and, and yeah. we went back and forth, and I think that's why we made each other better um, during that time. And we had a nice little stretch there while, you know, Mark C and then myself and then all the way up to uh, um, David Garrard of yeah. bending streaks in, in East Carolina. 
And that's because of the practice, you know, the practice up-tempo that we had and, and making each other better. So. And, of course, but, Jeff Con- – well, go ahead, Marcus. I want to bring up – After it was all said and done, we were off the field and then we were hanging, around, hanging yeah. out with each other, man, just like brothers. And probably still talking about what happened too, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned Coach Connors Tabari. I wanted to bring him up. Uh, so many uh, Pirates of the past uh, has brought up his name and what he meant to them, uh, you know, getting in shape and, uh, and being that figure there. So what, what do you remember about those workouts with Coach Connors? A lot of people say they liked him a lot more after the fact than they did at the time because they were tough. So how about your relationship and your stories about Coach Connors? Oh, Coach Connors was the best. Um, I mean, and, you know, post-college, he was the one that instilled that, you know, that, that hard work and you must be, you know, your endurance must last longer than your competitive. Um, Coach Connors had us, the, the usual standard is like, Eight to ten, one tens, and like eight three hundreds. By the time Mark C was a senior, Coach Connors had raised that expectation to fifteen one tens in order to pass the summer test, and to ten three hundreds. When I tell you you have an out of body experience that your muscles quit working, your organs start to shut down, and things like that. Once you push yourself that hard, that's what it was. But again, you saw us in the fourth quarter. We always will pull it out of the fourth quarter because we were more, we had more endurance than the opposing team during that time. Yeah, that was the mindset, man. And um, and those three hundreds, we how much rest did we have? Thirty seconds. <laughs> Thirty seconds rest, man. Yeah, it wasn't much. It was, uh, yeah, it was. It was definitely uh, some interesting moments <laughs> leading up into those things, and uh, when we had to test. But uh, but definitely, Coach Connors instilled some greatness in us. And uh, yes, like you mentioned, Snoop, it, it really carries on to after you're done playing playing football. And uh, I'm pretty sure you teach that or instill that into your your students right now. Oh, oh, for or you're in your former students, I should say. Yeah, because uh, people don't realize that test that I mean, y'all, I mean, y'all got children, y'all know the EOG and the EOC test that students take is not about the mastery of content. It is a stamina test. Nowhere else in America do we ask children or students to sit in one spot for four hours and give all they can mentally and academically on one test in one sitting. Mm. And so you have to train your students for that stamina. Kids are look, if you have eight passages to read, they'll read three to four of them and then put their head down because they're not mentally, you know, they don't have any uh, mental stamina. I condition my children, the reason why we broke so many records at the schools that I were at, I condition my students to know it's going to be four hours, to prepare for it, to get your mind right for it, and then to make sure you leave it all on the test, and Mr. Wallace will reward you once you've completed. And my babies did follow what what what, what the expectation that we set. Absolutely, That's man. Awesome. It's seeing it before it happens, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's, it's visualization and focus and all those things that you did on the field. That's Ke- right. Kevin on YouTube says Tabari needs to give every pregame speech uh, from here on out. I'd like him to give a pre-EOG speech to my daughter, uh, if you don't. <laughs> uh, but, man, uh, speaking is a, a big part of what you do, uh, Tabari. And, and not just speaking, but practicing what you preach, too, right? Knowing uh, that you have the, the best interest in the kids and in, in everything uh, in, in the words that you say. Yeah, I mean, the seven Ps. I mean, we all can live. Adults, students, everybody can live with the seven Ps, but y'all want, might want to write this down. Proper prior planning prevents piss-poor performance. No, <laughs> yes. The seven Ps. One big P in there, but the seven Ps. All right. Uh, yeah, hey, you're going to have to text that to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> or email. There you go. Uh, Tabari, uh, before we uh, we'll let you go, I want to got to talk about some old memories. And uh, and Marcus, you can share some that you have with Tabari. But uh, as far as games go, Tabari, uh, and I was looking at your stats, uh, I see four career interceptions. You had one a year. So uh, I called Jason Nichols Mr. Consist- consistency. Tabari was as well. Uh, what are your uh, some of your favorite memories from putting on the purple and gold, Tabari? Well, I'll, see the, I'll say the one that comes to mind, and, and, and Mark C. is all in this one, is when we played Central Florida, and I was a 18-year-old freshman, bunny bright eyes out there, first time on the field, because Emac went down, the Twins went down, Crumbie went down, everybody went down. And so they turned around and said, Snoop, get in. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I go out on the field, Mark C. was doing his thing, he brought us back, you know, he's doing this and that, we were rolling, rolling. And then all of a sudden, the ball came to me. It was big as day. I jumped up and I snatched it, and the rest is history. But we went to a bowl game because of that pick and and and, and that interception. So that's the biggest Man. thing that, that I can remember, other than uh, grabbing the final interception against Miami down in the Orange Bowl um, to seal that game as well. So. Man, a true next man up story right there, Mark. He, he listed off some great names in front of him too, oh, yes, with Emac and uh, the twin, the Hart twins, and uh, twins. Man. Uh, good stuff. Snoop, how, how much did you learn from those guys just from, uh, you know, being a freshman? I talked to Jason about this uh, last week in regards to, you know, you come in and uh, you want to play and all those things. And uh, he had a different story in regards to, you know, he came in with the mindset of wanting to play and he was able to start right away. But from your perspective, man, you had to wait for that opportunity. How hard was that for you to sit back and watch these guys and and possibly in some situations knowing that you one you were bigger than a lot of them, yep. uh, two probably faster, all right, and then three probably stronger. So how how tough was that for you uh, as a freshman coming in and sitting having having to watch those guys and uh, and wait your opportunity, wait for your opportunity. Yeah, but it was extremely tough at first, but then I thought about it. I said, these guys, like Emac was a junior when I got there. Crumbie was a junior. You know, Hank was a, you know, they, they all these had two years and three years on me. Travis Render was a, a senior. So what I told myself when I first got there, I said, I'm about to sponge every bit of knowledge from these, what we call the OGs, from the OGs that I can, so I can try to be better than what they are. Then maybe I can get on the field. And so while Emac and them wasn't looking, I'm sitting there talking about plays and technique, different things that Hank did better than Emac and Emac did better than him. And I tried to learn, you know, not only the assets that they brought to the field, but also their deficits as well so I could learn from them. So it was a learning curve for me. But once they gave me that opportunity and I got out there, I knew I had to stay hungry so the person coming behind me wouldn't do me like I did them, if you get what I'm saying. So I do, I do. And, and so, how do you feel about today's uh, <laughs> world of sports in regards to uh, being able to hit the transfer portal? If you don't like your situation, how, how do you feel about those things, Snoop? I, I just think uh, I, I love it for the individual athletes, but I don't like it for the continuity of the team in regards to each university. I mean, Mark C. When we came through, we knew. We were going to be together for the next five years, four to five years, depending on if you're redshirted or not. And now you kind of can't plan. Coaches can't plan because you don't know who's going to be there or what. You can't when – when you get a job, yeah, you can up and leave a job, but sometimes the grass is not always greener on the other side. So sometimes you got to have grit. Deal with it first, and then if it's just – you just can't deal with it, then move. But, you know, 
Um, it's, it's a double-edged sword. You know, it, it is very different today. I, I love it for the athletes. They're actually being able to get paid now and this and that. We never, they never would have thought of that with us back then. But um, I just think it's, this is going to be a uh, what they call a moving experiment, I think. Um, always changing. Yeah, always yeah. changing. And, 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 you know, that who, whose outcome is uncertain. We don't know where we're going to be in two years with this. Right. Uh, yesterday on the show, we talked to Garrett McGinn, former ECU offensive lineman. He just won an XFL championship with Arlington the other night. And Tabari, you, you see all these leagues. You've got, of course, the NFL. Marcus did amazing things up in Canada. Now you've got the XFL and USFL to go with that. And what do you think about th- those options? If those were all around, you know, when you were coming out, uh, you know, and, and what was your, your post ECU football career? Did you, you play anymore after ECU or did you go a, a different route? Yeah, I was up at I went to BC up there in Canada okay. uh, for a little while, and then I came back and played arena ball for the next four years. Nice, okay, arena, another option. That, that was um, seemed to be that was more popular back then than it is today. Almost, I remember arena was on ESPN because it was, ESPN and, it was yeah. on TV more. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, and Snoop, you played in uh, Illinois, right? In Imper- Imperia. Yep. Yeah. Peoria. Peoria. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Peoria, Illinois. Well, yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember those days, man. You uh, you were pretty excited about the opportunity to continue your career on. And um, did they let you go uh, both ways? Did you play any offense in arena, Tabari? Yeah, yeah. I played a little bit of offense, but I I got my made my bones. Now you talk about interceptions. I had a whoop. <laughs> <laughs> so I was the defensive specialist. The most the most dreaded position on the arena right. field is that defensive specialist, the one that plays the middle. The safety, because mm-hmm. you got to catch that yo-yo. You know, you got to catch that yo-yo route. The ones that's running full speed at the line, and you're standing still, and you got to have the the athleticism to be able to stay with them and pivot and do what you need to do to stop them from catching that ball. It's a different game, right? You give up 42. You had a pretty good game defensively in arena, right? I mean, they were putting up 50s and 60s <laughs> on the board back then. <laughs> got that right. <laughs> good stuff. Eighty, so. Tabari, how much are you keeping up with East Carolina these days? It was awesome to see East Carolina back in a bowl game, winning a bowl game for the first time since 2013. So how much are you keeping up with uh, Coach Houston and the guys? Hey, oh, that's still my team. That's still my team. I follow East Carolina. You know, other people say, you know, they follow a Big Ten or whatever. No, it's still East Carolina. And anytime I can get up there to see the game, you know, I'm there to see it. And anytime it's on TV, I'm watching it. So I definitely follow Oh. Fired, always fired. Yes, sir. Well said. Uh, to Barry Wallace. Uh, Marcus, anything else for Snoop before we uh, let him get out of here? Yeah, I, I guess the last thing, Snoop, uh, you were on Ellen's show. I think uh, yeah. Clip uh, talked about that earlier. Uh, what, what was it like to be on there, man? I know I saw some of the clips and um, – and uh, for, for you, for a, again, a guy coming from uh, Newburn, <laughs> the Newburn area, I should say, and uh, on to East Carolina and professionally and all those things. And then um, next thing you know, in 20, I think it was 2020, right? Yep. And then you were on the Ellen Show. What was that like for you, man? Well, I'm going to tell you that the, the, the beginning part is the most, <laughs> is the most intriguing um, they called and were saying, you know, maybe we're going to have you on the show this and that. Stay tuned. Well, they called me on a Friday night. Now, they're on the West Coast. They called me at Friday, on Friday night at 1030 at night and said, we're going to bring you on the Ellen Show on this date, but you have to quarantine for three days. It was during COVID. Mm-hmm. The quarantine for three days before you sit beside Ellen um, just for safety. So we need you to be on the plane in the morning at 6 o'clock. No packing, no nothing. I said, what? So they finally changed it to 10. So, But I left that next, <laughs> that 10.30 at night, I was on the plane at 10 o'clock the next morning, headed over to Hollywood for the show. Then they put you up and they practice and do all this and that. And then the day of the taping, 
I mean, they treat you like royalty, Marcy. Pretty much yeah. like you was when you was in the league, boss. Oh, man. Lady <laughs> limousine with a drop. Oh, man. Detail. I mean, I had everything while I was over there, but I thought the security detail so was so people can't get to me. That security detail was for me not to go anywhere and catch COVID. Right. I sat beside the boss lady. <laughs> oh, but, but, man, let me tell you something. What you heard about Ellen is wrong. She is extremely personable. She is the sweetest lady that you would ever see. She's so giving uh, with, with what she does. Um, she loves surprising her host. That's why mm-hmm. she's crying on national TV. <laughs> I was going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have everything, y'all. I mean, I was treated like royalty while I was up there, and I'm so thankful to Ellen that she gave that $25,000 so I could help my babies out. when I Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and you talked about your babies, and uh, she asked about that. You call your students your babies. And uh, and yeah, you you had a couple of uh, tears shed a couple of times, and uh, just just talk to us about that man in that moment and why why did the tears flow like that man in regards to you know talking about your kids and your babies and um, what they mean to you. Well, I always avoid it because it's such a sensitive part to my to my heart. The reasons why I call them my babies, nobody had ever asked me that, and she she said as she peeled back that scab, um, you know, I, I lost a child in 2005 and um you know shortly after birth and because i didn't get a chance to pour into my child the way i wanted to my babies at school kind of feel that void and and uh, and it comes out even when they're in high school you know i'm calling my babies and they get mad at you now if you don't say babies if you change it to students when they get out oh, oh, oh we your babies man what you doing so that's where the tears came from because it really brought back memories of alexandria um, and nobody had ever asked me that before. And so mm-hmm. I went to, you know, rec- you know, went to recollect, you know, what I went through during that time at the loss of my child and then started, you know, and correlated that with uh, the success of my babies that I've had under my purview throughout my career. It just, the, the tears, tears just kept flowing. Martin. Hey, man, I, I understand, man. That I think uh, people get, um, there's a misconception of, People that uh, play sports and want to be hard and all those kind of things, man, uh, we're, we're still human, right? We're still human. And uh, sometimes in moments like that, man, when you when you uh, have some personal issues and, and um, things that have happened in your life, occurred in your life uh, that are, you know, very uh, saddening and, um, you know, it, it – it's okay, man. It's okay. I tell my kids all the time, it's okay to cry because, hey, I, I show them that I cry sometimes because when I, it's hard for me to go up there and visit them and then leave and and uh, come back here. So they, they, they see me cry, they, and I let them know that it's okay. Yeah. So it's Boy, it's yeah. all good, brother, and um, smart, always here, always here for you. Um, it's hard to hear about that and um, hadn't heard it before until then, and um, my prayers go out to you and your wife. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, Tabari, uh, man, it has been awesome talking football and life with you today on the show. And uh, just a special guy, right, Marcus, uh, and everything he does. And it uh, been so great catching up with you. Hopefully we can do it again down the road, Tabari. But, man, uh, a lot of fun talking with you today. And I know our listeners, our audience, appreciate it as well. Oh, likewise, likewise. Anytime, anytime. Looking, to, looking forward to coming back. All right, there is Snoop, Tabari Wallace. Uh, and, man, I, I love hearing the story about him I mean, the Snoop story at ECU might not have happened if he had not had his own initiative and his own, 
giddy up to to make it happen for himself went right up to the head man and jeff connors and said here's my vc uh my vcr tape check it out you and, remember those and got, I, oh yeah <laughs> I, I do remember i remember now they have the huddle and all those things oh yeah you pop it up on youtube now and put out a link yeah. back in the day you had them big clunky uh tapes i guess yes. you had to pass out you still got any vhs tapes of your playing days man they're, they're somewhere somewhere my family has them somewhere <laughs> for sure good and, stuff um and i'm sure one of my roommates have one as well <laughs> Ah, man. Great uh, great to chat with him. And, uh, Marcus, you've been setting up some awesome guests. we got some more coming up. Who did you, you got somebody ready for next week? That we yeah, can we're going to have uh, Jermaine Smith on next week. I uh, talked to him, and uh, he's actually a defensive uh, analyst for Campbell University at the moment. I uh, coached with him at Livingstone College last year. He was the special teams coordinator, linebackers coach. Uh, we got Aliko Dunk coming on, who's a great pirate uh, back in the day. With, I remember uh, him as a high school star yes, at Aiden Grifton absolutely. back in the day. Yep. And then uh, the great Lester Lions, man. Uh, so a good lineup, good lineup yeah. for for guys. And uh, we're going to continue to reach out and see who we can get on and uh, bring back some good old memories for our pirate fans. Yeah, we love uh, reliving the glory days, but also just hearing what these guys have done since then. And yeah, uh, man, uh, what a resume for Snoop Wallace, who we just talked to a moment ago. Fantastic stuff. All right, uh, Shirley, you want to open up the booty bag, make somebody a winner uh, after hearing an awesome segment? Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty. booty. All right, 317-1250, the number. Shirley, what are we giving away on this Thursday? How about a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's? Oh, man, I could go for one of them right about now. What caller are we looking for? I'm going to go, let's go eight. All right, caller eight, 317-1250, you're a winner. And we are back with more Marcus Crandall. We'll set up what's going on in the world of sports. We'll give you a leaderboard update at the PGA Championship. Canes hockey tonight, Eastern Conference Final, NBA tonight, and some baseball finals. We'll set it all up for you when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back at the Appliances Superstore. They make buying appliances easy. It's just that simple. The Appliances Superstore has the largest selection of in-stock appliances in eastern North Carolina, which help our... which helps our customers save money every day. The Appliances Superstore offers a 12-month warranty on every appliance, plus we'll deliver and set up your new appliance and remove your old ones. The Appliances Superstore off Highway 264 behind the new DMV, or you can shop online at appliancesuperstore.com. Remember, we make buying appliances easy at the Appliances Superstore. And congratulations to Brad Woodard of Farmville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more, plus ice-cold cervezas. And Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. John says on Facebook, impressive guest. Thanks to Bari and Marcus. That was awesome. What a uh, human being uh, Tabari Wallace is. And uh, you yourself, too, Mar. I was talking to my dad. I uh, went over to the house for Mother's Day, and he's like, Mar- 
marcus crandall seems like the nicest guy ever is he really that nice i'm like <laughs> yeah he is exactly this way all the time and uh so marcus uh your your personality shows through the show so uh, i hope you know that and uh, you have a lot of fans but also i think the people that meet you as a person become a fan of you as well so and i, I appreciate you fans um especially during our playing times of, of course but uh especially right now as yeah. well uh, life after football and all those things uh we we really appreciate you guys um everyone who follows and, and stays in touch and and um you know just just uh it's a humbling feeling man yeah. to, you know to to be here and all those things and uh to have people follow you like that is it's pretty cool and you're a kind man and, and part of that i think is being a patient man and i'll segue into golf because you asked me earlier uh do you, you get out on the course and i said no i do not i do not have the patience for it and to be good at golf it's a lot of playing a lot of repetition right and i'm not good and i'm not good because i don't play and i don't play because i'm not good so it's both of those things uh but you said you like to get out there right i like to get out there uh (laughs) and you know what and i can see a difference when i'm out there more for sure but like you said man it's, it's a game where you have to practice over and over and over again these guys practice so many different shots like over and over again it's it's just a repetition just like any sport just like or anything, anything right yeah. um, and then you just get good at it right and then you find your strengths right you see one guy he's a he's a long long ball hitter and one guy is very good in the short game uh just those different things where when you become a professional just like it's no different in in football baseball basketball when you are good at something in in a certain area you work on those things more probably than you do the other things because you want to make sure you're right there that, that in that comfort zone of making sure you're going to be competitive and then um, get better at the little things that you're not as good at. Well, you uh, have humbly said that you like to get out there. You're not necessarily that good at it. I'm not but that good. let's say there's a Pirate Club tournament. They need a ringer. They need a specialist. Would it, what, what is your specialty? Would it be driving would it be the approach the short game or the putting well i'm, I'm inconsistent man. i'm inconsistent one day that that's the game i i play and, yeah uh in regards to you know you don't go out there for a long time and one day you're driving the ball good the next day you're not uh you're hitting the short ball very very well and then uh then you're not so uh but i have gotten pretty good at putting uh, okay i'll say that there you uh, go that's probably the strength of my game right now is putting <laughs> i do like to do this mark i did it a couple weekends ago i'll go out in the backyard and take the pitching wedge or uh like a, a high iron and there's a, a path kind of behind my house and mm-hmm. i like to hit a few and see basically see if i can go without losing a ball in a field or the woods that's <laughs> and if i don't that's lose a, a ball itself, right? yeah then that's a win for me absolutely so, uh absolutely. It, it is kind of fun i just i don't know it's a consistency and i get frustrated why did i hit that one there and i feel like i did the same thing and i hit it over there and it's uh it's tough uh one of those guys that has had trouble with consistency is bryson dechambeau and his name is at the top of the leaderboard right now on the buccaneer music hall leaderboard presented by the buck the buck thank you chandler uh bryson dechambeau at four under par round one of the pga championship we're keeping an eye on our guy harold varner the third who sits at even par played a, a 70 today so went even in his first round so in a good spot uh needs a, a big day tomorrow but a good spot right now four shots back of the leader as they play up in new york marcus yes indeed that's awesome uh, prime example right there bryson he's uh, <laughs> he's a great long ball hitter 
And uh, when he's hitting the ball, great um, in, in regards to standing in the fairways and all of those things. He's going to be right at the top. But when he's off of his game as far as driving, uh, that's that's when he has trouble, I believe. And, um, you know, those guys still make their money off of the, uh, you know, the the shots where they're behind the tree and all those kind of things. They get very innovative in, as far as their shots are concerned. Yeah. And uh, they get right back in it. We got uh, Pirate Baseball coming up tonight. Game one of the series at 6.30. Friday's game has been moved to 5 o'clock, as I misspoke earlier on that. Uh, do uh, hope you accept my apology. Uh, so the East Carolina on the road, Marcus at South Florida. They'll be in the conference tournament coming up next week. Right now, their RPI sitting at 21. They would have to run the table and get some help to be a host at this point, but they're going to be in a regional. Uh, now, at this point in the season, you just want to go in, kind of play in your best ball because Aaron Fit from D1 Baseball joined us the other day. The number one overall team heading into the tournament has not won since 1998, I believe it is. And he said it's it's not the you know the best team throughout the year. It's the hottest team. Kind of you, you see that in a lot of sports, right? Absolutely. Uh, but certainly with baseball. So you want to see them finish strong here. Yeah, I, I really do think they are because this is the time in the year where they uh, they really hone in and um, and get things rolling uh, and and carry on. And um, so they uh, he's he's done a great job so far in in regards to you know these moments and and uh, crunch time when it's time to uh, get ready to play. Um, these guys are going to do well, I believe. All right. Uh, also coming up tonight, the Carolina Hurricanes are uh, in the Eastern Conference Final. It'll be game one tonight, 8 o'clock, as they take on the Florida Panthers. And Marcus, uh, being up there in Canada, you, uh, you're, you've you turned into our de facto hockey expert. So what do you think? Hurricanes, Panthers. Man, I, I wouldn't <laughs> say the expert, but I, I do or have watched a lot of hockey over the years. And uh, yes, that's, that's definitely... Uh, hockey country up there for sure uh florida and uh the hurricanes man i I, man i might be a little bit biased (laughs) and and i can say that because you know all the sports i i really don't have a team anymore but man it's it's a little bit different when your team is actually when your your home state team is actually in the playoffs or the eastern conference finals uh great moment for them um they're doing a having an outstanding season and uh, I think they're going to put it off. I really do. And the drought continues, not since the Canadians won in the 90s. There will once again be another year without a team from Canada winning the Stanley Cup, as we saw Toronto and Edmonton uh, fall in round number two, Marcus. And uh, I know the, the folks north of the border, are, are they're hating to see a Carolina-Florida Eastern Conference <laughs> Final. Absolutely. And probably hating <laughs> Dallas-Vegas just as much. They're, they're turning their nose up they're at that, right? They're all down south. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The hottest team teams are <laughs> down south where it's hot some where southern hot, hot, hot hockey hot. here in late may uh, in june that's right but uh yeah i know one person that's going to be very upset and that's my oldest son he's uh he's a uh, an avid uh oilers fan right now and uh he's he's become that guy and um he's probably a little bit disappointed for sure and you said uh your son uh plays hockey right yes he does yes yep he's um he's playing in the hal right now the Alberta Junior Hockey League. Awesome. Um, yeah, they finished up their season in March, and um, so yeah. What's the What's the live market like here? Uh, you get your first basketball and goal when you're two, three years old. You pick up a baseball bat. How about in Canada? When do they put the skates on you? One as soon as you're able to walk, <laughs> you're skating. <laughs> you're, you're skating. They get the little the little helper or walker thing that they put on the ice. 
uh they put you in skates and you were telling me about that it's like training wheels for skating basically right and then you you take that away and they're out there going at it and it's just like it right the parents are behind them or actually i shouldn't say the parents the the teachers are behind them the coaches uh behind them guiding them along the way and then uh when they get to the point where they can take the training wheels off so to speak they step back and let them go and then next thing you know the I don't know what it's called, the walker or whatever. Yeah. The guy that uh, is taken away, and then next thing you know, those guys are, or kids are skating around like it's nothing. Man, uh, so that's coming up tonight. Panthers-Hurricanes, Game 1 Western Conference Final coming up on Friday as the Stars will be in Vegas to take on the Golden Knights. Also tonight, Game 2 in Denver. It'll be the Nuggets hosting the Lakers, and Denver has a one nothing series lead in that one. The Joker averaging uh, a triple-double, basically, and putting up a triple-double every game. Uh, just phenomenal. And he and uh, the Nuggets trying to take a two nothing series lead here, Marcus. Yeah, the Nuggets are they're they're a tough battle for the for the Lakers, man. I think um, Jokic he's uh, he's a little bit upset he wasn't named the MVP, but um, he's been very consistent. Him and, and Murray uh, throughout the playoffs. That's and, the uh, key too, having him healthy. Uh, at absolutely, this time. man, because he's had a man rough three years, I believe, right? Two or three years, Murray. I'm talking, and that team has pretty much suffered from that. And uh, now you're seeing him, um, and I'm not sure if he's a little bit banged up as well, but uh, for the most part, he's there, and um, he's been doing an outstanding job with them. And those two together, man, they're tough to beat for sure. And um, AD and LeBron, uh, he's a little bit upset too, LeBron. (laughs) We had this conversation a few weeks ago in regards to, man, everybody hates LeBron, but, man, he's got that attitude right now, that focus like uh, like none other. We're going to have that conversation one day. We kind of had it off the air, and we, we keep running out of time because these guests are so awesome, yeah, Marcus. Absolutely. But uh, the 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 why is so LeBron James so polarizing? We're, we'll have that discussion on the air one day because I've got some thoughts on it, and, uh, and we'll see what you think. Uh, Jimmy Butler is a stone-cold killer. 35 points last night. Heat beat the Celtics in game one of that series marcus and uh just like uh the last series celtics down 0-1 they were down 0-1 to the sixers they came back to win it of course in seven games but uh they go down 0-1 to the heat jimmy said going into this series this is our year and i believe everything that man says because i would follow him to the promised land he is uh he is the man he has taken his game to a different level in the playoffs. No I, doubt. I don't think um, he's played this well in the playoffs uh, since he's been there. I think he's been more of a, a distributor of the ball, more so looking for other people and uh, kind of gradually getting into his game yeah. um, in prior seasons. But now I think he's looking for a shot more, uh, and it's showing right there. Like he's he's pretty much carried this team or that team in uh, throughout the playoffs, pretty much. Man, uh, thirty five last night. Jason Tatum thirty in a losing effort. And you look at the NBA now, Marcus, and it's about who can assemble the most stars for the most part. And Miami is devoid of stars. I mean, they have Jimmy Butler, and that is the name on their team. Who else do they have? Tyler Hero Man, have- and. Uh, Duncan Robinson. Uh, they do have Kyle Lowry, yeah. who's uh, a veteran at this point, a guy you want. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, Bam yeah. has, has stepped up as well, uh, his game. So they got uh, they got some pieces, but they don't have the star power that you usually see here late in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, And they yes. got Eric Spolstra, who I used to say 
anybody could sit on the sidelines and coach LeBron and Wade and Bosch to a championship. Right. What is he really doing? Well, he shut me up oh, and everybody else up. Absolutely, man. It's uh, he, He's earning this keep right now. And uh, Bam, he's actually from um, from Washington area, North Carolina, that is. So people are, who are don't watch basketball a lot and are pirate um, fans, right? Uh, or I should say Eastern North Carolina. Right. <laughs> More so. Well, we have and, a— And they're listening— Bam is from Eastern North Carolina. We have a Bam Pirate memory, and that is him visiting for the uh, a Temple game when they came in, and they cut the lights off for the intros, and it was time to get going, and they couldn't turn the lights back on. Mm. So Bam and all of us just kind of sat and waited for the lights Bam. to turn back on to play a game. <laughs> and that was uh, his moment in Menchie's Coliseum. A few days after that, I saw him and John Calipari sitting in a picture of him and Calipari in a golf cart, and I said, well, he's going to continue. He ain't coming here, and he probably ain't going anywhere else. So, uh, But he is uh, a lot of fun to watch. Chandler, you got something? You talk about Lowry and veterans. I might have missed this, but did y'all mention Kevin Love is on that team? I did not, and we were talking about him yes. last night at Sports Trivia. I'm surprised he's still playing. Yeah. And, uh, he's still st- now. He played 16 minutes last night. He started, uh, had eight points, so not contributing much. But they've got uh, they've got veteran leadership. I'll say that they got a lot of old guys on the roster. Uh, in fact, the oldest guy, Udonis Haslam, is on the roster, who's like a player coach at this point, mostly a coach uh, for that Heat team. All right, we got one more break to get in, so let's get it in now. A lot going on on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, presented by Da Buck, including an O's loss. It was back and forth today with the angels and the angels do end up winning that game six to five today in baltimore other finals the guardians beat the white Sox three to one marlins over the nats five to three mets beating the rays three to two only two more games coming up tonight on the major league baseball slate yankees blue jays and dodgers cardinals we're back to wrap it up with marcus crandall when we return pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professional Professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And taking a quick look at your stock market report, it was a good day. The Dow was up 115 points at 33,535. The Nasdaq was up 188 at 12,688. And the S&P was ahead 39 at 4,198. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to you, Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. I told Marcus uh, that I actually watched some of the XFL Championship the other night. We had Garrett McGinn on yesterday from Arlington, and I was pulling up on Twitter 
their uh, their page and I saw The Rock doing the championship presentation and everything and I was like oh the team's behind him I wonder if we'll see Garrett guess who's front and center <laughs> big goofy grin trying to dap up The Rock is Garrett McGinn of course who, the G-man uh, the life of the party and uh, that was really cool to see and uh, we talked to him yesterday Marcus because uh, Bryce Williams joins us. He was in the AAF, which folded shop before they even got to their championship. He talked about the issues with checks and with just everything, uniforms, meals, and and that's an issue with some of these leagues. But Garrett said, man, the XFL, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You can focus on the football like it should be, trying to improve your game, trying to get more film out there. Uh, and he, he really had a positive experience in his first year with the XFL. You know what? It's, uh, it's just like any business. When you when you first put something together, the first couple of years, you're going to struggle. Uh, some, usually, I should say, usually struggle a little bit here and there. Um, there, there are teams um, or leagues throughout the history of sports that you know have struggled with those things. Yeah. Ended up folding uh, in the Canadian Football League. It, it, you know, teams fold. Uh, you hear these stories of same th- same thing. Guys um, <laughs> wondering if they're going to get their check at the end of the week, and so it's a tough ordeal to go through. Um, great job for those guys in regards to making sure the guys are getting their what they're getting paid for or doing what they're getting paid for yeah and uh and then making sure that they have their money in the, in hand so to speak marcus crandall joining us today he joins us on thursdays and man if you're just tuning in missed the chat with tabari snoop wallace go back and listen to it uh just a, a very special human being and really enjoyed talking football and life with him earlier today uh, with your old teammate marcus and we'll uh, do it all over again next thursday and uh, talk more football talk more life and uh, have a good time we appreciate you joining us today good times man i appreciate it all right shirley rhodes chandler honeycutt we'll see you fine folks coming up friday three o'clock for an all-new edition of pirate radio live thank you all for tuning in and being a part of the show as well we really appreciate it and we'll see you on friday jeff charles take us home have a great night eastern carolina thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation